0: I got a fever, and the only prescription... It's ah! This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah, That's the whole key. And yeah. out. Of the cigar industry. <laughs> in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Well,
1: who are you, Julius
2: Caesar?
0: Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan.
2: I know who I am. I'm a dude the
0: dude disguised as another dude. Barry Stunt yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I
2: gotta have more. It's
3: in Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, October 1st, 2016, broadcasting live from the La Flor de Minacana Cigar Studios. Today, back at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority as we recover from the big cigar celebration and tell you all about it as we light up one of the winners, the winner of the 2015 Cigar of the Year. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes,
4: the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And don't forget about our new feature, Facebook Live, which we are rocking and rolling on. Chuck, you're making me nervous running around like that.
3: Yeah. Maybe we're not rocking and rolling on maybe it. I don't maybe know. Maybe we're not. He's, he's messing around with it. It looks like something's happening. But anyway... Uh, we have Scott Weeks with us. We're going to bring him on in the next segment. He is with Iconic Cigar, which is Recluse, uh, the Cigar of the Year, Recluse Amadeus Habanos, which is going to be the first cigar we smoke today. This is not part of the Cigar Authority Care Package because we have had this cigar before uh, on the show and yes, in uh, part of the Care Package. So we didn't want to send that out to uh, anybody this week. So next week uh, for you Care Package, listeners, next week will be part of... Um, a package, yeah, the just once went out yesterday, right, Barry? Yeah, that yeah, is correct. Yeah. <coughs> so um, we know this uh, cigar oh too well. Yes, we do o- oh too yeah. well, but uh, it is still uh, the cigar of the year. So uh, they're here, so we thought we'd celebrate. So uh, let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands are raising prices. Perdomo. Uh,
4: cut studio out, studio the- audience is asleep on and that there one it today. Is.
3: They were asleep. Well, they cut out the federal last tax and actually lowered their price. Pronomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence.
5: Excellence.
3: Uh, so, Barry, what do we know about uh, the Recluse Amadeus Habano?
5: So, the Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserver comes to us from Iconic Leaf Cigar Company and is the winner of the Cigar of the Year 2015 awarded here at the Cigar Authority. The Recluse Habano Reserva features a two-year fermentation process and is rolled 100% and two-bar style. The cigar is rich and flavorful with smoothness that is undeniably Recluse. It features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over San Andreas binder and filler from Pennsylvania and the Dominican Republic. The cigar retails for 769
1: to $969. Giggity. There we go. Fruity Pebbles. Got an update for you guys. Okay. So we're doing Facebook Live. Yep. Uh, video quality, excellent. It's all there. The audio is coming from the iPad's I asked you mic. before the show started. Yes, you did. And uh, not sure why that... There's one possible reason why that is. We have a specific cable that is used uh, to connect the audio to the iPad. Do that we, cable... Doesn't look like it's plugged in all the way? No, it's plugged in all the way. We're uh, using a different cable this week. Mr. Jonathan makeshifted why, a cable.
3: Why would you do that?
1: Why would you do that? The
4: other cable's in Salem. It didn't make it with the, uh, the road case. So
3: why go with what worked? We're going to make it's up not,
4: It's not the cable. The uh, outputs are working fine. Of
3: course it's the cable. It's
4: not the cable.
3: It's got to be the setting.
1: Cable. It's got to be the cable.
3: And let me ask you this. There's no way to test this before it goes.
1: There is. But uh, um, we choose not to. We no, choose we, to wing it. We did. We <laughs> tested, and uh, it sounded fine. No, Um, it didn't. No, it didn't. But now it doesn't. So no,
3: never did. Never did sound fine. Wasn't tested. I'm going with that.
5: (laughs) I'll tell you what was tested. It's 500 percent. 50 percent. That's a 500 batting average. Terrible. That would be a Hall of Famer in baseball. Terrible. Terrible. I I tried. Just stop.
3: Just stop right there. Yeah. (laughs) Terrible.
5: We're going to be lighting
4: our cigar today while Dave deals with his agita. Oh, my God. With uh, the Vertigo Intimidator. You want to talk about a big-ass tank. Not quite as big-ass as last week's lighter, the Dominator. But the Intimidator packs a wallop with four jets that do change color as the flame uh, progresses. Here, take mine.
3: I'm disgusted with people that don't that have a job to do and don't do the job. Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison... Barry, you are up next. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead.
4: All right. So it retails for twenty four ninety nine. The neck attenuates off to the side, so it fits into your pocket nicely. Uh, it also doubles as a table lighter. The Vertigo Intimidator twenty four ninety nine.
3: From the words of Tom Brady, I can't throw the ball and catch it. No, you can't.
4: No, you can't.
3: All right. So. I like this lighter. I love this lighter, especially the way it changes colors. So should we just, instead of broadcasting a terrible
1: broadcast, should we just shut it off? There are comments coming in, which is kind of surprising. One is from, well, let me see if I can see this here. Uh, Oliver Navad wrote, looks and sounds great. Sounds fine here. Picture better than YouTube. And it sounds great? That's what they're saying. All right. So maybe the
3: settings fix themselves. We're, we're going to keep it. Don't you guys in the back behind the camera and stuff stop sh- saying some uh, secret words or any uh, pornography or anything <laughs> behind there. You know, because we don't have control of what, what they say right. out there. Right. It scares me. I've got a lot of guys behind the camera today. Full it scares me. Maybe I shouldn't have even said that. You probably shouldn't have said that. You got old Fat Freddy sitting, by, sitting beside <laughs> there. You know he could say anything at any time. And he does. And yeah, he does. And
5: Somebody he reached does. out to me on Facebook and asked if he was still
3: alive. <laughs> oh, would you answer him? <laughs> Barely. <laughs> 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 sort of. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. So uh, we Pop had
4: is here. we had our thirty first anniversary party, and uh, I went around and interviewed. Yes. The cigar celebrities that were present. Yes. And in editing the interviews, I came up with a contest idea. So. We're going to give away a Vertigo Intimidator to the first person that can email me. How about email you? Why couldn't they just write it right on the chat box? Because then everybody will be able to see it. I want an email. I want to be able to email them and get their address and not have any debacles.
5: Do that via Contact Us. Correct. On thecigarauthority.com. Go to
3: the Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority and begin this list of how many
4: people. There's nine Cigar liberties. Dave does not count. He's in the audio, but he does not count for the contest. You've got to hit all nine Cigar liberties in order.
3: Or the closest. We're giving it away to somebody, right? All right. Or Or the the closest. closest. The first person. The closest without going over? Yeah, you (laughs) can't go over. I just list everybody. (laughs) So if we're
5: saying the closest, when's the cutoff time to enter? Because if Wednesday somebody only has eight, and we go, all right, eight of nine, but then Thursday somebody gets all nine of nine. So is the cutoff date Wednesday? All right.
4: I guess the cutoff date is officially Wednesday,
3: Barron's. Noon Eastern time. Okay. Let's go with that. Sounds Wednesday cool. at noon. Wednesday I Have at your noon. submission in. All right. So we're going to listen to a clip of you interviewing people. Correct. And you're going to ask them all, because I heard this, you're going to ask them all a question. Three questions. But first, you're going to all ask them all a question. Yep. Then it's going to start again. And they're all in the same order. And there's going to be nine again. Then you're going to say another question. There's going to be nine again. So you've got three shots of hearing them and putting them in order and getting them together. And you do that, and then you submit your answer. And if you only got five, you put five of them because you still could win. In order.
5: A little disclaimer. Contest is only open to uh, people who live within the United States.
4: Yeah, I'm not shipping this over to Germany. I'm sorry, guys. So you have
5: to live in the United States within
3: uh, any of the 50 U.S. states. U.S. states. Okay, sorry to all our friends in Europe and Canada. Especially Germany, we're this, sorry. This is them, Rudy. My apologies. It's, mm-hmm. it's him. I don't know why he's being that way. but
5: I'm he. worried about the uh, legality of shipping a lighter. Uh, Take the gas out of it. Some, some countries have an uh, import tax on an item such as that.
3: And we don't want to have them
5: pay, right? Right, we don't want to have them pay $100 to get that out of customs.
3: Yeah, because they'll never believe how low price this is to begin with. Twenty four ninety nine. It looks like it's 100 so they're going to charge them the tax on 100 because that's what it looks like, I think. Okay, so here it comes, right? Here we go, Chuck. So uh, what are you wearing? What am I wearing?
4: Yeah, what, what What are you wearing? Your watch. What are you wearing for your watch?
3: I am wearing the Apple iPhone not watch. I read my iPhone. What are you doing? I'm going around asking the cigar guys a couple of questions. Uh, Alright, get away from me.
4: <laughs> hey, it's Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority and thecigarauthority.com and I'm going to walk around today and ask uh, some of these cigar celebrities a few questions that I believe that our listeners are dying to know the answer to or maybe not. Here we go uh what are you wearing and by that i mean what do you wear for a watch
0: rolex uh, mariner no
4: no i don't
1: have a watch on i, I don't have any jewelry on with me
6: uh this is a uh, hamilton
1: uh rolex submariner
6: the cell phone does the job these days so i really don't wear watches
3: rolex which i inherited from my father a vacheron constantine
7: uh grand chronograph that my wife gave me for my 25th wedding anniversary so my
1: battle watch is one that's actually pretty stylish but it is a fossil.
7: A Cartier.
4: And uh, what, do you, what will you be smoking this evening?
0: And I got the Agents Room Lancero. I got the Oliveros Gran Retorno.
4: This evening I am smoking a uh, Byron.
7: Chisel Maduro right there. Got the old trusty 2000 series number three.
3: I'm smoking a Kalanach 50. Uh, Asylum 13 Toro. A hey, Diamond Crown
7: Black Diamond, which really isn't quite available yet. Perdomo 20th Anniversary Connecticut Epicure.
1: Nicaragua Box Press. That off Nicaragua Box Press.
7: Recluse Amadeus Habano
4: Reserva Lancero. Very nice. And the final question: uh, boxers or briefs?
7: Boxers. Briefs. Not that it's anyone's goddamn business, right? But I'm living wild and free down here, if you know what I mean. Neither. No
0: underwear
3: today. I'm really rolling commando here tonight, so I'm uh, I'm going without.
7: The listeners do not want to know A uh, briefs always, oh God, I'm a brief guy, banana
2: hammock
3: <laughs> three out of nine, oh natural in one banana, banana hammock, hammock. <laughs> very interesting, yeah, I You'd know be... who they all are, obviously,
1: yeah.
3: yeah. some giveaways with the cigar yeah it it actually isn't that difficult right
1: no it's not that difficult yeah there's
4: there's probably three giveaways with the voice there's three giveaways with the cigars
3: two of those cross over and in case of a tie it's going to be the first one the
4: first one that gets it in
3: correct gets all of them in or even if they all a couple people get eight the first guy that got eight is, is, is the one that's going to get it interesting okay and they go to the cigarauthority.com contact us page. Yes, sir. And put your answer down there. And next week we'll tell the winner over the uh, yes, we will. Over the show. Okay, pretty cool. All right. So uh, I have one thing on, on here that um, is uh, you know talking about the anniversary party and how it went, and um, mentioning the people who were there. I'm, I'm actually not going to mention the people who were there. If some of it comes in as we're talking about this, sure. it comes in. But. I would actually just give away your your contest now that I hear exactly how this is going to go. So, uh, interesting, we've been doing this anniversary party since our 8th anniversary with Red Hour back, uh, way back. That was Uh, your first... um... That was the first anniversary party that we did. We did cigar dinners and things before that. Actually, the cigar dinner... Um, first originated in Boston at the Ritz-Carlton It wasn't me that did it It was me trying to get into the Ritz-Carlton At this gentleman cigar smoker that the Ritz-Carlton used to put on uh, Black tie, formal affair I could never get myself into this thing uh, Oliver, who works for us yeah. His dad used to go to it No kidding Yeah, so I met him and he was saying uh, Did you ever go to it? And I said, I tried, A year after year after year Never could get in So what do you do when they won't let you in? Why wouldn't they let you in? Because, look at me. You of all people. <laughs> you, you, Back then, you know. You exude high class. Yeah, uh, not at all. <laughs> so, what do I do? I create my own. Not that I wanted to copy it. I wanted to go to theirs, but they wouldn't let me in, so I had to make my own. And uh, it was year after year after year. We, we skip years in between, but for the most part, we're doing an anniversary party. And it turned into celebrities at the beginning. And then it turned into entertainment with comedians and things like that. And it morphed into big prizes and, and things like that. Um, the, uh, and, you, and you guys have been to a few. You've been to... Uh, this was my second. This was your second. And, and Chuck, you've been in and out a few times. Yeah,
1: no, I think it was my fifth.
3: And um, you know, always the question is, this year the prize was $31,000 worth of cash and prizes. It was about 50 prizes. Uh, and it was anything from um, uh, two guys comic book with two thousand dollars in cash, um, a um, roll roll jukebox. What was it called? Rock, rock and rock, Roller rock, jukebox. Rock, rock old jukebox. Four thousand bucks. A, a Playboy um, pinball machine. Collector's edition from nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. So all kinds of fun and game type things. Uh, so there was a whole bunch of different prizes. Other times it's been a Rolls Royce. A Hummer SUV. Um, tanker full t- of gas. Tanker full of gasoline, 10,000 gallons of gasoline. DeLorean. Yeah. So a one big prize and nothing else. When I do the big prize... At the end of it, everyone said, oh, I had a great time and stuff, but wouldn't it be nice if there was a bunch of prizes so more people win? So the next year, i listen to that, and i do a bunch of prizes. And at the end of it, people say, oh, it was a great time and everything, but wouldn't it be nice if there was one big prize? And it's always so, the
4: same people yeah,
3: <laughs> having this, this brilliant idea. Yeah, and it, and it becomes the same thing. So we end up bouncing back and forth. I don't, I don't know what the answer is. But the idea is that you're, you're able to sit down. This is not a... Cigar event that you go and trick or treat basically, and go up and get your cigar. You walk in and here's all your cigars to start off with, and you sit down and it's a formal dining five five course dinner, uh, along with the entertainment of the show that goes on. The cigar celebrities are there, and uh, some people sit with them if that's what they choose to do. With nine table of ten, it'll be one of them and nine other people that'll sit with them and get up as the night goes on and move move around, so uh, that's the idea of it, that's the basic thing, lots of hooks and things in between the hook this year was that it's usually me up on the stage 100% of the time, doing all the talking and everything, but we did the chicken poop party during the year yep. and I asked Chuck to come up and actually help me emcee the chicken poop party and one part of it in very very last minute i said to you chuck yeah. that um, i wanted to, i had an idea of a little contest where there was three boxes and in the boxes was a dozen eggs another box was something else and something else or something related to the chicken sure. stuff and i said when They pick one of the boxes. We're going to open it up, and I'm going to say, it's a dozen eggs. And then I want you to say, I want you to describe the dozen eggs. It's Land O'Lakes, double dozen, blah, blah, blah. Extra large uh, thing, uh, Farm Fresh and all the stuff like this. And Chuck kills it of really hokey. uh, Over the top. Yeah. Over the top, really, Which is
1: what you were looking for. Yes, exactly. I have a question for you. So you plan your anniversary parties, to my experience, Literally, as soon as we've
4: already started planning next year, yeah. So,
1: as soon as an anniversary party ends, you're right into plan mode for the next year, yeah. So, with this in mind or with that knowledge at hand, when did you decide that you were going to have an MC for your anniversary party? Because the chicken poop party came much later in the year, that was the summer.
3: No, I I decided early on that there, had, there needed to be, because what, what I did, this is let's make a smoking deal, so the whole thing is based on the let's make a deal type of thing, so I go back and I watch some old episodes of Monty Hall, yeah. we're talking the 60s, the 70s classic. things, the classic one, and Monty Hall says, uh, oh, it's um, it's a brand new car, yeah and then, and then the... the other guy comes on and he says, No, that's just right. A car. It's, it's a, a 1965 yeah. blah, 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 brought to you by, and, and this harp playing in the background and all this, and it's okay. And you know, it comes with Eskimo pies and blah blah blah. So uh, I said, Yeah, I got to get a guy like that. And to be honest with you, I tested Mr. Jonathan on it, right? He asked if I would do it, and I said, Absolutely not. Really? I tested the answer's him. The answer
1: is always yes. Always
3: yes. <laughs> I tested him on it. I you know, he has the Mr. Jonathan voice. We learned that at the commercial yes, productions. Yes, we did. <clears throat> yes, So I That's said, my no, voice. get into this other character of what it is. And he would do the character for about four or five seconds in. And as the sentence went on, it went right back to Mr. Jonathan. I'm like, oh. And we tried again and again. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> without even saying anything to you, you were being tested. The night of the ah, chicken poo party. All right. So there was I, like an
1: audition. It was an
3: audition. But the, the beautiful thing about the audition is you don't know you're being... Correct. You're not in an audition. Correct. Yeah. So you did it. You killed it. And I said, okay... Here's what I want to do.
4: We have our guy.
3: Yeah, awesome. And you killed it, by the way. Thank you. You killed it. Would you find this guy? People that don't know the cigar authority were coming up and say, Would you find this guy? Is this is what he does. <laughs> and I said, no. This is, you know, it'd be a tough job. That you're going to be a hokey MC from the '70s, right? You know, but is that what he does? And how do I get a hold of him? And I said, he's Chuck from the Cigar Authority. That's hey, w- hey, what's that? The weirdest thing is. We'll go someplace obscure, and people will say, oh, my God, the Cigar Authority. And I'm in my own backyard. And they have no idea. And talking to somebody who smokes cigars, and they have no idea of the Cigar Authority, what is that? Now, one of the highlights of the
4: night, and I can say his name because he said it's the name of his cigar in, in the thing. Nick Perdomo presented us with our yes. award. Over the top as he does everything. Why did you say Nick Perdomo said his name? He said the name of the cigar he was smoking. So do you think someone else other than Nick Perdomo said I'm smoking a Perdomo Epicure? Maybe. I would yeah. have guessed. I Nick don't per- think so.
5: Nick Perdomo, uh, Perdomo Jr. But now you said it was Nick himself, so that changes my answer.
4: He said his name. <laughs> all right, so anyway, yes. He so took- he goes up and he and he doesn't just present you with the award, he calls us all up, including Chuck. We all have to go up for the follow up. Even Derek New yep. Derek's
3: name. Yes. He's a class actor. Are you kidding me? Awesome. And, and it wasn't about his cigar or whatever it is. He spent all the time talking about the cigar authority, and he was in Germany, and this was the big deal of what ended up happening. He's the best. He
4: told me before, he said, Do you have any idea how difficult it is to get one German to laugh? And I said, No. He goes, Even when they're happy, the, just the way that their language is, comes out, it yeah. sounds like they are angry, irritated at
5: best. It's yeah. Because their is too tight.
4: Yeah. I don't know about that, Barry. <laughs> That was Barry, by yes. the way, to our friends in Germany. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Yuri, don't hold me responsible <laughs> for that. So he, um, he said there were 250 Germans belly laughing when we did our video, which I thought was pretty awesome.
3: Yeah. So, hey, we'll see how it, how it goes and, and what happens there. But um, at the end of it, it was the curtain one, number one, curtain number two, curtain number three. The people had all their prizes. They had already won about 50 prizes or so. Then I went around to the people with the top prize. Do you want to trade that in?
1: Well, even before that, what I really enjoyed most was <clears throat> the, all right, so it's very much like let's make a deal. So someone would win a prize, but then Dave would step in and try to negotiate them. To sell their prize. Before Before they knew what it was. Before they
5: knew what it was. Right. Right.
1: And it was very interesting because I kind of had an advantage being the announcer guy, knowing what the prize was. So internally, I'm like, either take the money, take the money, or... Don't take the money. Don't take the money. And knowing that, I mean, I was feeling yeah, you, my heart was
3: racing. You saw you saw something actually nobody saw Correct. because I had no script in my hand either. So I'm saying it, and I certainly overpaid for things. and I oh my God. you did. Because you don't know. Prize you number bet.
4: five, you paid $750 for a $200 value. Correct. And somebody just before that was like, Dave knows what's behind every balloon. He's slow playing this. And after that, the guy shut up because... <laughs> You, you paid more than 3 times yes. the value yeah. because you didn't know what I was in it I paid
3: 950 for some ridiculous thing too Can we say what it was?
1: Do you remember what it was? I don't
5: remember. What it, it was, was. Uh, New Hampshire scratch-off tickets. Okay, a book yeah. of scratch. $150 okay. worth of tickets that you paid 750 dollars Yeah. Yeah. Now okay. If you wind up winning the jackpot, right? Hey,
3: it, it could be a, it could be worth twenty <laughs> thousand dollars, Dave. That's right, yeah. Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's
6: yeah. right Dave. that was
1: so cool because, yeah, I mean, it, it, the place was just rocking. I mean, no one was sitting <clears> down. I mean, it was uh, it was one of those experiences where I, I think it, it, if, you, if you were a contestant or not, you still enjoyed it because you felt like you were in their shoes. Yeah, you know? yeah,
3: it was fun. I thought it was fun. I hope it was fun for the people that were there anyway, and. God willing, we'll do it again. You make if, a great
1: game show host. Yeah. You've got it down.
3: Yeah, that's what I should do for a living yeah. anyway. So will uh, speaking, speaking of game show hosts, this is a new quarter. We have some new advertisers, and here's uh, one right now. It's time for the matchup of the week, brought to you by VS. VS means versus, and it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? Okay, so I'm going to tell you this battle between these two people. We're just going to talk it out for a minute or so. Who do you think would end up winning this battle? Trump versus Clinton. Easy enough? Trump. Bill Clinton versus Ivanka Trump in a, <laughs> in a game of chess. Okay, there's the hypothetical. So it's Bill, Bill Clinton, Clinton is playing Ivanka Trump in a game of chess. Who's winning, Mr. Jonathan, um, and why? I have to go Trump.
4: Because, uh, as Trump would say, they're all winners. Ivanka Trump. That's, she's still a Trump. Okay. She's a winner.
5: I say the game doesn't finish. She gets up and leaves because he tries to advance on her. That's actually that's, good. That's really good. <laughs>
3: that makes sense. So it ends up on uh, no contest. Un- no, no contest. It's uncompleted. Pulls out a cigar, starts lifting up her skirt with it. Yep. Trump
1: never loses.
3: Even though it's Ivanka Trump. Even, it's a Trump. We're going to see if Trump never loses. We're going to see how that plays out. And uh, I'm going to actually go with, I think Bill Clinton is a very calculated guy. That he's been playing chess for years. Maybe not necessarily this chess, but he makes moves. He gets away with stuff. He's a Teflon guy. Look at the things he's done over the years that ends up happening. Although she's a European or something. And they tend to play chess over there, wherever she's from. Well, he's very good at advancing his bishop on the queen. Yes, he is. Again, again, <laughs> you are very good. One thousand today, a- Baron. Again, so uh, that is the matchup of the week, brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. So that's a that's good. A, a little a little something, and, we, and there's a ton of them, right? You can we can match up things all the time to anything. So it'll be a little something like that, just a, a minute in between. But right now. What do you think of this Recluse Amadeus Habano? It's the Cigar of the Year. We said it almost a year ago. Uh, it was a contender for the Cigar of the Year. It wins against all others. And here it is. We're smoking it. It's a box-press cigar. It is what there is an Amadeus Connecticut. Yep. But it is this one that ends up winning. It has a, uh, It nut. has a sweet taste to it like
4: Fruity Pebbles. I got a little Fruity Pebbles on the cold draw and I'm feeling it's a Fruity Pebbly kind of experience as I'm smoking it.
5: For me, it's reminding me a little bit of Pine Nuts. Pine
3: Nuts and a hint of cherry sweetness. So maybe the Red Fruity Pebbles? The Red Fruity Pebbles. There we go. The Red Fruity Pebbles. It's a good cigar, man. I, as it goes on and stuff, it's... I'm not sorry at all. Never. I think we, we nailed it. Nailed it. We nailed it. I've heard from other retailers telling me that They didn't know about it. They ended up uh, trying it after hearing us, and uh, they brought it in, and and Scott tells me, you know, it's It's happening out there. So people are listening. People are listening as it's going on. All right, let's go to break. And when we come back, joining us will be Scott Weeks from Iconic Leaf, the maker of this cigar, Recluse Cigar. And we'll talk to him about new cigars they're putting out, that they put out before FDA Are they going to release these things? Are they going to see the light of day? What's going to happen to them? How does he feel about the the party he was just at? Uh, We'll talk to him um, when we return. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
6: Truly bold cigars
2: like a good story. It's perfectly crafted throughout,
0: and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The
4: Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate
1: and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors. All finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well.
3: Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed off Kristoff. Take it for a ride.
6: Bubbles, bubbles.
3: I'm
4: J.R. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
3: And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. Did I mention the 2016 Ambassadors of Cigars Award? You may have mentioned that. From Cigar Journal. I'm going to keep mentioning it. Over six years broadcasting and uh, talking about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. They are the recipients of the 2015 Cigar of the Year. Welcome back to the Cigar Authority, Scott Weeks.
7: Thank you. I've been very much looking forward to it. It's one of the few times I've been able to sit down over the last four days. Right, right.
3: Uh, Not only did you come up for our big anniversary party, but you're doing a three-day tour here at each one of our stores, and this wraps it up. You go home tonight.
7: Mach five with my hair on fire. After this, we'll be going to the airport, going to the Dominican Republic. All right. Be at the factory for seven days. Yeah. Do a little wedding after that for Jr.'s sister. Yes. Then yes. I'll be back home. Get to remember what my kids look like. My God. Yeah. So.
4: You, you have all these colloquialisms, if that's yeah. even said right.
7: You, you, you that's a up, word that's got too many syllables. It has a lot of syllables.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Come <laughs> up with the, this turn of phrase stuff that's so unbelievable. Do you sit at home and write them out and practice them, or do they just pop right into your head?
7: I put on my leopard print Speedo, and I stand <laughs> in front of the mirror. You know, and I sit there and rehearse these things so that I can, you know... Clog up people's bullshit filters. You know? All right.
3: So you were not the banana hammock guy. I can't say, can't sir. Say. A, you got to be. A, you got to be a member of the secret cigar society okay. for that. You got to know the secret cigar <laughs> handshake. You know?
7: I taught my wife the secret cigar handshake. Believe me, you don't want to know oh, the really? secret cigar handshake. Okay. Yeah. That's why we got three kids. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like more than just a hand is involved. Here we go. It starts with that. A... <laughs> you so, don't. You never rub the lamp unless you want the genie to pop okay. out. You know what I mean? Oh my God.
4: And there's another winner <laughs> yeah, we
7: go. you had yogi these are like weakisms. you know i'm wondering you know uh you know sean puffy combs he had a name uh what was it uh puff daddy and then it was puff diddy and then it was p diddy i'm wondering when mr jonathan's gonna do it and then you got jennifer lopez she shortened her name to j-lo mr jonathan such a celebrity now i'm wondering when he's gonna shorten his name to like mr j or MJ or something like that. You know, there
4: are people that call me Mr. J and call me MJ. It there has you go. happened. There so you that's, go. That's, that's okay.
7: Happened. Doesn't bother me. No. All
3: right. <laughs> Mr. John would bother me. I yeah. don't like John. Yeah. All right. Not that anybody that. Mr. John, it is. No, but when I was in Florida <laughs> with his sister, his sister said John, and I look like, oh, you're in trouble, but nothing. Because... Don't even hear it. <laughs> don't even hear it when she says it.
4: <laughs> My sister can do no wrong.
3: Yeah. Okay. So Scott, this is uh second third time coming to an anniversary party
7: I think it's the uh we the first one was when you gave away the Delorean. How many years okay. ago was that
3: i can't remember three what years ago yeah it's about all three going years.
7: by like a blur. here we go they're all fun though I tell yeah? you what what a great time man that let's make a deal theme that was amazing
3: so you were sitting with uh eight People you didn't know. Uh, it and was, how's, it, how's was
7: it... it was great. The only thing is, I was a little upset because I had a paper clip and a fuzzball in my pocket, and I was waiting for Monty Hall Garofalo to come yeah, by, you know, and, you know, ask me if I had something.
3: Had, you had a paper clip.
7: Yeah, I was waiting. Yeah, because we went around with some of those things,
3: but paper clip wasn't one of them.
2: Flip the, phone. Yeah. Con- you asked the a table condom. that
3: had five
4: bald people if anyone had a comb. That was
2: the <laughs> only one. There was the
7: blue pill, and I was actually shocked. Because we had five hundred people in a room, the majority males, and nobody jumped up with a blue pill. Yeah. The one
4: thing I will say, is <laughs> they were embarrassed. I found it. out you had asked if anyone has a nitroglycerin pill. Yeah. If you had touched a nitroglycerin pill, because you don't have a heart issue, uh, it could absorb into your skin and give you a heart issue.
6: So no don't way. ever touch a
4: really? nitroglycerin pill. I found that out from one of the one of the male nurses that was at the. Attending the party.
7: Really? Yeah. What's amazing is when he asked for the nitroglycerin pill, there were about eight people coming from different tables to gravitate over to that side of the room. He's like, no, you got to be at this table. Yeah, there was
3: more nitro yeah. pills and there was no blue pills. So what's going on People there? were lying. <laughs> yes. They
7: were lying. I guess people have good circulation from the nitro for all of their organs, you know? Yeah. I thought
4: you were channeling me when you asked if anyone had a used condom. Do anyone have a condom? I'll take a used one.
3: Yeah. <laughs> really? People carry those around? Yeah, interesting, interesting. What
1: was amazing, though, is that people had the items you asked for. They just weren't at the table that you're at. Yes,
3: yes. It had to be that table. I mean, 500 people. I'm going to get every single thing I asked for if that's not the way it works. Now,
4: Jr. was slated to be here with you, and uh, he headed back to the factory to deal with some FDA stuff. How is the FDA affecting your sales? How is it affecting your business? What's going on with that?
7: Well, it's really not affecting our sales at all. Uh, but whenever you have government overreach and you have them them trying, basically basically what happens is you get get a situation to where they can't get any more tax revenue out of people, so what they try and do is they try and stick their tentacles in every different direction of business that they can. They call it user fees. They call it this, that, and the other. That way they can extract more revenue. They don't call it taxes. They call it this or call it that, and then they pull more revenue into the government. They strangle business. They make it hard for everybody to do business, to expand. And then people are forced to consolidate and all that. But we had, we had a plan from the beginning. It hasn't had any effect on our business. Our sales are are climbing as they have been for the last five years. And we're good. But whenever you have somebody trying to put a dark cloud over your business, it's always peeing in your Cheerios. You know, nobody yeah. likes it. So. Of course.
4: Well, yeah. some people are into it. Yeah. yeah.
7: Well, yeah, you got some companies, you know, larger companies, whatever they you know, like I've been the,
4: peeing in your Cheerios. I know for a fact that Barry's into that golden
7: thing. Well, I yeah. use I use another weakism. You know, some of these bigger companies they want to pee on their fire hydrants. They don't like the little guys coming and peeing on their, marking their territory, taking away territory. So exactly they want exactly true. You know, they want to pee on every fire hydrant in the block. And you know, you can understand that if you're only thinking about business dollars you know uh, short term conglomerate stuff like that and you only see behind your own nose and yeah. you don't look at the business as a industry, whole the whole yeah. industry as a whole right and, and,
3: this it, is bad for the industry no that, matter what
7: ex- exactly because if you don't have new energy coming into the humidors all over the world and it gets to where you're coming at the end consumers coming in it's like shopping out of their grandfather's attic yeah you know what i mean they see the same thing every time there's nothing new There's nothing, uh, you know, and, you you know, people come in all the time. They say, what do you got that's new? What do you got that's new? What's new? What's new? Biggest question asked. Yeah. So you geared up, though. If the the date ends up
3: moving, the predicate date, to 2016, you geared yourself up for many, many years. I mean, I think you guys are the leader of having new products this year.
7: Yeah, what we did at the IPCPR show this year, we kind of anticipated because in the – in the overall budget bill and the agricultural bill, they put language in there to change the predicate date uh, to August 8, 2016. Now, they also went through a vote where there were some people in Congress that were trying to change that language, but that was voted down and the language stayed in the bill. So after the election, basically what Congress did was they pushed the funding of the government till December the first, to after the election, and then what's going to happen, if they're going to put that budget bill through then the language is going to go through uh, for changing the predicate date to August 8, 2016. Uh, what we did at the IPCPR in anticipation of that was we came out nine, with nine new blends, 14 different sizes of each blend. We expanded our base blends from six facings to 14 facings. Some of them we already had 14 facings in, but we're planning ahead. What are now, you talking about, 160 SKUs? 182 skews.
3: 182
7: SKUs.
3: Now, it's a business right yeah. there. In yeah. the end, though... There are only two
4: types of cigars, and really speaking of sizes, there are the sizes that sell and the sizes that don't sell. Do you think that you've made yourself too big to really be able to (coughs) command uh, the right amount of space in a humidor and sell product? Or do you think it's going to be, if you took over an entire case, your sales could actually go down because it could be, oh, I can't really choose from all this. That's a
7: lot of skews. Well, you you have to, um, you can't, you can't, grow if you can't imagine if you can't dream you have to and my, and my dad and you're absolutely right my dad's always told me since i got into business in 19 late 92 early 93 he's always told me there's two types of cigars those that sell and those that don't sell so you're absolutely right but um, as far as you know we got to think more ahead we got to think about the next 9 10 15 years yep you know and instead of you know, when we go to the IPCPR next year, the year after, we're going to be showcasing blends that we've already released at this show, mm-hmm. so that we're 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 promoting those blends more than the other blends. You gotcha. Know? Yeah. We're so not-
3: right now, it's big ring gauges seem to be hot still. Yeah. But maybe five years from now, it's going to be Coronas, which are pretty dead.
7: Exactly. Thank and then you. here we go. So
4: you're exactly. covered. You're covered either way, whatever it, direction the market goes.
7: It, it, if you want to grow, you've got to be able to flexicute. you got to be able to think ahead. Flexicute. You've got to be able to flexicute. There's another weak sism. It okay? is good. you got to be able to flexicute. <laughs> I'm writing Dave, that one down. Dave's exactly right. You know, in, in five years from now, Coronas could be the big hit. It could be petite Coronas again. It could be... You know, Churchill's, it could be whatever. You because know?
3: it used to be. You've been around long yeah. enough to see that, the, you know, who would imagine people would be smoking regularly 60 ring gauge cigars? Regularly. Never mind 70s and 80s on top of that. But regularly, a 60 ring gauge is nothing to balk at anymore. We see it every day in retail. Right. People come up, we don't say anything. Go back about seven years ago, somebody walk up to a 60 ring gauge, Every, all eyes would be on him. You're going to smoke that? Are you going to smoke it in here? Can I watch you? I mean, this is ridiculous.
7: <laughs> yeah, back in the early 90s, uh, one of the biggest selling sizes was Lonsdale. Right. You know, and in and, and, and the very early 90s, Panatella sold right. really well. You know, and then that went away, and now Lanceros are back, which are basically like a Panatella, you well, know. And that, people That's your opinion. <laughs> so we're going to
3: get into that. <laughs> yeah. I want to get into that because the next cigar we're going to smoke is what I um, nicely call... Your first mistake. In the cigar <laughs> <business>. <laughs> because I think you guys have been hitting it one after the Absolutely. other, after the other, after the other, until all of a sudden came the Recluse Amadeus Lancero in the round. And I said, oh, jeez, they were doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that, is, is
4: that still have uh, the fillers and two bow? <laughs> Yes so you 're going to have where normally a lancero the biggest issue with all cigar smokers is they want cigars to draw yes nothing worse than you pick out a cigar yeah, you're you spend asking ten for bucks
3: you 're asking for trouble
4: and it doesn 't draw, and lanceros notoriously have draw issues, and the rollers don't like doing it,
3: and
5: issues stay in lit as well
4: so you 've got it in bow. you've got plenty of air chambers going through there it 's going to mm-hmm. draw like a straw I'm imagining because all of your cigars so far do even the yep. the canoe shape, which you know looks a little funny, but it smokes beautifully. Yep. So there, there won't be a draw issue, so maybe this isn't a loser.
5: It was one of the first Lanceros. I didn't have to relight three or four times. You've smoked it. I smoked it. The review's up Thursday at thecigarauthority.com. Okay. Um, did a pre-release review, and then the, the actual release. Yeah. I think it's a home run. Was well, it,
7: Basically, the, the... Did people order it? Yeah. 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 It was... Uh, actually, I was forced to make that cigar. I didn't want to make it. All right. It was <laughs> a, there was a retailer in parts unknown. I won't say who it is, but, uh, you know, great, great guy. Uh, down in the southern part of the United States, uh, the very southern part of the United States. On the right side, it's a long state. Yeah. A very <laughs> Okay, in. And, gotcha. uh, and uh, you know, he's a big fan of the Amadeus Habano Reserve of Cigars. And he said, you know what, I have to have a Lancero. I said, I'm not making a Lancero because that cigar's got four leaves in the filler. And to try and make a 38 ring gauge with four leaves in the filler and still roll it into a bottle is going to be next to impossible. He said, well, t- I tell you what, I'm going to buy 1,000 of them. So I said, you know what, I'm going to a the factory. A thousand boxes? Is that, no, not a thousand boxes. Okay. A thousand cigars. You know, it's All just right. a little order, but, you know, it's a thousand. So I said, you know what, I'll go to the factory and play around with it because I was going the next week anyway. And I sat down and we started working on it, working on it. And J.R. and I actually had like a marital dispute over it. Yeah. We had a marital dispute over it. I got up and walked out of the office. because so he was against it. No, he was, we just w- couldn't get the blend right. And I said, this is what we need to do here. This is what we need to do there. He's like, yeah, but that's going to be too difficult. And I said, you know what? I'm not doing anything unless it's absolutely perfect. And I got up and walked out of the office, and I went into the other office. I was sitting there having coffee. I was calming down a little bit. And J.R. came in, and he said, you know what? You're absolutely right. Wow. Said, so what we did was we kept messing with it, messing with it for a week, week and a half, and it came out absolutely perfect. I sipped those cigars down there, and the guy was like, man, everybody's crazy about this. So I said, you know what? We're going to make it a regular release. And now people are freaking out over it. They're freaking out over them. They say it's one of the best Lanceros they ever smoked. All right.
3: I'm gonna,
5: well, I'm, I'm gonna, to try it. Yeah, and we make it into Connecticut, too, now. Because you, the Habano no. was so good, we make it in the Amadeus, Connecticut. Now. Your description just caused one of our listeners in here live in the studio yep. to get up go and buy one.
7: Well, I could tell he was a man of impeccable taste and character the minute <laughs> I saw him. He a thousand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: I mean,
3: it's beautiful. It's got a little curly head on it. It is a 38. It's, a, it's an actual Lancero because I see a lot of people do 42s and stuff yep. and say, okay, it's a Lancero because it's going to be tough to end up doing it as a 38.
7: It would have been so much easier for me to make it in a 42 or a 44, but that's not a true Lancero. I right. had to make it right, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't take any shortcuts. I spent too many <clears throat> years on the road watching people make mistakes And my thing is, is that I'm very passionate about what I do. You know, I I pay my dues on the road, and this is my opportunity to bring the very best products that I possibly can to the end consumer. So I take it extremely seriously. All right. We're
3: going to light that up in about 15 minutes or so. In the meantime, I'm enjoying the Cigar of the Year. It's very good. So what do people say? You know, I, I know there's magazines out there to do Cigar of the Year, and I always like to brag and say this is the Cigar of the Year because we came up with the Cigar of the Year in 1992. Yes, When you started in the business, yes. uh, we were already saying what a Cigar of the Year is. Um, you say that, let, let's say you're you're in the long, a long state like California, for instance. Yes. <laughs> um, you you tell them that this was rated the Cigar of the Year. You get, um. you know... It's not this magazine, it's not that one. It's Never. Really? Never get that. Okay. Nope,
7: never get that. And you know what? Every year since we started with the OTG, the Brazilian Maduro, the Draconian, Ecuadorian Maduro, the Amadeus Connecticut, the Amadeus Habana Reserva, every year that we've been in business, we've made a top 25 cigar of the year list on somebody's, on somebody's. list. somebody's. And, and I don't know anybody there. that's ever done that. Yeah. And, and we're very proud of that. But our latest release you know, last year the Amadeus Sabana Reserva, we we hit the number one, the yeah. big the big deal. You know, and we're so proud of that. Yeah. And, and, well,
4: you're so proud, you put little stickers on the box. Yeah, and the, only, right the only, out. Mistake, it's awesome.
7: only mistake I made was I didn't put Recluse on there, and retailers are saying, you know. Somebody could come in. He said, I had a rep the other day come in and take your tags off of your box and put them on their box, you know. I said, well, put them back. Right. He said, well, you should have put recluse on there. I said, listen, man, you know how to do the right thing. Just put the tags back on my boxes. But, uh, you know, you guys – don't pick a number two or you don't pick a number no, three. No, we don't. It's no. either you win it or you don't. Yeah. And so that was a tremendous honor for us. When I saw the competition that we were up against, I mean, we were up against some some huge names in the industry, sure. uh, Avo, Camacho, Perdomo, Tatawai, and I was like, you know what, I'm just honored to be in this final, yeah you know? right, and, and I don't think I'm going to be able to win this, but I'm honored to be in the final, <laughs> and then when it was announced that we were number 1 cigar of the year i almost fell out of my chair yeah. well you, you guys know? i you, was so excited you
4: guys do something right and there's there's lots of companies that do things right but there's some companies that slow play their product and you don't slow play it you deliver when we place the orders we have it on hand all the time and that is a big factor for choosing the cigar of the year is availability because if a customer can't buy it it can't be the Cigar of the Year.
7: You, you know what? Uh, you can't sell out of an empty wagon unless you're selling wagons. And we're not selling wagons. We're selling cigars, right. right? I could
3: write down everything that he says. Yes, you could. You write a book on it, and there it is. But it's true. That might just have that, become that, a Mr. Jonathanism. Doesn't it make sense, all the sense in the world that all these people, yeah, you can't really find them and stuff, but it's a great cigar – well, it can't be a great cigar unless there's enough of them because you can make a great cigar, but can you can make a break a great cigar line? Right. Over and over and over and over and over. The problem that happens with over and over and over is some of these monster companies, I I feel something in mass mass production can never do it great. Mass production. Yeah. Right. I've never found one. If it's out there, I just have never found a mass production cigar that has ever been great. Let's take mass production, anything, hamburgers, McDonald's. Beer. They make a hamburger. They sell more than anybody else. They're not good right? because they make so many. They're always the same. They're consistently Yeah, mediocre. you know what you're getting
4: when you order yeah. a McDonald's hamburger.
3: So on Recluse, what are we talking about? I mean, you guys are a small company relative to
7: the big companies out yeah. there, the big names, right? Yeah, and at this stage, we're, we're actually happy to be that way. Uh, because sometimes if you overgrow your ability at the point, you know, you end up uh, underwater, always looking up at the surface. Well, you, you know and you, I mean?
3: Then you have to start taking shortcuts and you, in order to... You've got to you gotta
7: make desperate decisions. Yeah. You've got to sell to people that you shouldn't sell to to yeah. try and get capital to cover your mistakes. Yeah. You know? And, and this goes and, for any business, not just the scar business. Right. Any business that
3: happens like that, yeah. we see it over and over of the things that happen. So, uh, uh, it, it's, it's going to be interesting with FDA. How? What's your gut feeling? Do you feel okay about
7: it? Are you very, very worried? Do you think we got a shot here at moving that date? Well, listen, it, I think we got a shot at moving the date, yes. Uh, but, you know, I would be an idiot if I wasn't worried. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you don't plan for the worst-case scenarios, then you're not a smart businessman. Yeah. You know, you have to plan for worst-case scenarios. And when you plan for worst-case scenarios, that's based on worry. You, yeah. know, you have to worry about what's the worst thing that possibly could happen, and then you have to plan for it. Right. And, then and you, you if that to... happens, what are we going to do yeah. at that point?
3: Yeah. And, and hope it doesn't, but we're ready if it does and whatever that plan is going to be.
7: Um, How are we going to flexicute it? How yes. are we going to flexicute it? There you go. Yeah. And, and
3: w- w- when I fight for this, and you know I'm a fighter and I go to D.C. and I end up fighting for it, it's, it's companies like you. That is the people I think of. I'm going to sell cigars no matter what. But you you got five years into this. Everything you were doing before went away. You put everything in this. You have a young family that you you, you're providing for. Everything is on the line for this. And a government official to in one pen just to say, yeah, this is the day that everybody else has to go away, and this is the way it is. How it's got to be illegal, actually for something like this to happen in a country like the United States.
7: It, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, and FDA, if you're listening, I got two kids in diapers, a yeah. 14-year-old son that thinks he knows more than his dad, and a visually impaired wife who's way too hot to be married to me. Yeah. And the more cigars I sell, the more shoes she can buy. Here so, we go. you know, don't regulate cigars and don't regulate shoes. Right? Overregulation. Yeah. You
3: know what I mean? You You want to say... Put a warning label if that's what you feel or whatever, and I'm not happy about that because I'd like you to get the science of it and prove that there's something wrong with it. Prove it to me at least once. Somebody prove something to me. But this over-regulation for for no reason besides monopolizing at that point. Trying
7: trying to pull more more revenue out of every single aspect of business that they possibly can. That's what they're trying to do because they made so many screwed-up decisions. You know, over the last number of years, decade, two decades, yeah. or whatever, now they box themselves in a hole. Now they're looking to try and get their tentacles out there and suck money out of everything they can. So you
3: think in December we're going to know the final answer here?
7: Um, you know, I am I gave up my membership to the Dionne Warwick Psychic Friends Network. Yeah. But I feel there's a better chance that we Boy, will. Boy, that's going back some years. Yeah. Do you even know what that is? Because it, it didn't work for Dionne
3: yes, Warwick. It didn't work yes, for Dionne Warwick, you know. Wow, that is going back in yeah. some time right there. Yeah. Shock so, nothing, huh?
1: No, no, I know exactly what. Do you? you? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
3: Wow, that was
7: something.
1: Okay. <laughs> yes, I mean, as Jonathan said, if you're listening, watching, have a notebook ready. Scott, your your Scottisms are wonderful, man. Thank yeah.
7: you, man. Maybe one day
3: I'll write a book. You Maybe. should. Yeah, we should. If they put you out of business, you're gonna have to find something. Yeah.
7: I think we're pretty good. I think with all the blends that we've had on the books since the, you know, early '90s. Uh, I think that we're pretty good. We're going to be grandfathered in on some things. The other things we'll have to get substantial equivalents on unless they change the predicate date, and then we're solid. Yeah, but one way
3: or the other, it's, it's costly, even yeah. if you go around that. Now oh, there's oh, yeah. ridiculous costs, which is perfect what you said. They're taxes, you call them whatever you want. You call them user fees. You call them anything you want to call it, uh, a toll, whatever it is. That's a tax, too. They're all taxes. It's all
7: taxes. They just try and call <coughs> it something different because so if the they thing, call it a tax, it's illegal. Yeah. You know, because you – Double taxation. Yeah, you got yeah. double taxation. So they, you call it – Call it something you, else. Call it something else. It is the craziest industry, uh, and, and what the
3: government does to small businessmen in this country is yeah. obscene, obscene. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't have uh, – a politicians stepping forward because we're tobacco. Yeah. And if they end up attaching themselves to tobacco, they may lose votes. Right. You know, imagine this guy is for big tobacco, big tobacco. This is big tobacco, folks. This is not big tobacco. It's this not. is a,
7: a family man.
1: And it's why serious. you should worry anyone is because if they get away with it here in the tobacco industry, you know what? They can get oh, away with it anywhere else. Absolutely. Yeah, but in
7: the premium cigar business, there's no chemicals. There's no all that kinds of other garbage. It's just a leaf that naturally grows out of God's green earth. Yeah that we take those leaves that grow off of a plant. We don't do anything with them. We take, we take those leaves, we put them together, and we make a premium cigar that only adults can enjoy. And in the retail cigar stores, we don't sell temp, uh, tampons and Q-tips. This is not something, and milk and candy. There's not, this is not something where people that aren't adults that are of age uh, come to to buy other things and, all oh, they're exposed to cigars at the same time. This is something that's a destination business that is an artisan product that takes naturally grown leaves from God's green earth and puts them together in a way to where adults can get done with the work, get done paying their taxes, get off of their nine-to-five job and come in and have some type of refuge from all the kind of crap that they got to put yeah. up on a daily basis. Amen, Absolutely. brother. And then the government's trying to stick, trying to pee in their Cheerios. I mean, leave these guys alone. Let them enjoy some relaxation from all the labor that they do. And just leave them alone. Yeah, you know we got to
4: look into making this a religion, and then hey, we could it, 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 what I'm saying possibly is true. get exemption. Yeah. Uh,
3: right now, it's time for a, uh, another new segment that's here. It's uh, the, the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. Uh, it's time to hear the Don Raphael Offer of the Day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this, and if so, for how much? We're just going to mention something, and would you do it? And I'm not willing to pay it out to anybody. I want to let you know that, but yeah, I'm just you, going to say you were,
4: it. You were oh, well, only too willing to that pay that off the, at out at out. the anniversary party. Right. Almost <laughs> ran out of money, but
3: that's over. I spent it all. Let me tell you, I went, I went deep. You saw. Oh. So, Jonathan has said it at the end of every hour of every single show. Put the lit end in your mouth. Out of your mouth. Huh? Keep it out of your mouth, right? But we're saying put the lid and in oh. your mouth, $100. Would you do it?
4: Now, I need a little clarification on this. Does it have to make contact with your mouth? Because I yeah. can put the lid into
3: oh. my mouth
1: right now. Barry. Of course.
3: No, it has to make he contact. Just,
1: oh. Oh. Barry just put the lid in his uh. mouth.
3: Yeah, but he did without letting it uh, touch yeah, nothing anything. nothing touched anything. So you got to touch it to your tongue. Yeah. Oh. No, 100
4: yeah. bucks. Now, hang on. If I didn't already have a perfect record smoking cigars since the day I turned 18, uh, I Everybody would... Everybody
3: will do something for a price, right? Like if $100 I said I was, just if isn't I, enough. If I said a million dollars, of course, you'd say, yes, I'm going to do right. it. But $100 ain't going to do it? If I
4: had done it once by accident, I probably would do it for 100 bucks. But since I have a perfect record right now,
3: the answer is no, I don't want to wreck my streak. Barry, 100 bucks?
5: I'm going on my honeymoon in a few weeks, yes. You would do it. <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> would you do it, every Chuck? Little, no. Every little bit else. <laughs> not 100. Squat, not for
3: 100? Not for 100. Not, for 100. not, not me either. Not, not 100, for 100 ain't going to do it, yeah. but tells you where Barry's at. Things are tough right now. Honeymoon's ready to go. 100, 100 quick
5: dollars. $100 to pay for a lot of drinks at a bar on one you, of the you islands. You
3: burn the roof of your mouth with hot pizza, cheese. Oh, from the I did thing. it last night. Right, there we go. <laughs> every time you time got he eats nothing pizza. for it. actually costs you 20 bucks, right? <laughs> yes. You make a hundred bucks. No, that's a hundred twenty dollars swing right there. All right, would so you anyway. do it, Dave? No, no, I would not no, do it. But uh, each time we're going to go to a little something and see what it's going to take. And you know, much like uh, the guy renting his wife. How much offer, would it
4: cost for you to put the lid end in your mouth? What's your bottom line? I would do it for a thou. Yeah. Would you do it for seven fifty? Yes. Five hundred. Five hundred, huh? It's almost at its tipping point there. I don't know. hundred. You'd be thinking about it for five hundred. Yes, I would probably five
3: hundred. I have to do
4: it, right? (laughs) Five (laughs) hundred. It's it's a lot of money. You burn
1: your lip
3: on You you
4: do. Yeah, you have to. You have to burn something in
3: order for it to count. Five hundred, you would. In other words, you put putting a cigar out on your tongue. (sighs) No way, man. Not for five hundred. For a thousand? No. Not even a thousand. You wouldn't do it. No. Two thousand? Oh, I'm in for five hundred. I would do it for 500
4: really? and wreck my streak. Oh, Absolutely. Man.
7: Well, you kind of up the ante, though. You said put the cigar out on your tongue. Before, it was just <laughs> touching yeah, the yeah, tip of the cigar. It. Now it's <laughs> like you got to squash it on your tongue, man. Come on. I mean, Heidi That's,
5: says it's like kissing an ashtray with all the cigars I smoke. That'll literally be kissing an ashtray. I've done
3: it by accident. Yeah. Putting the I cigar free. out on your tongue? No, I've l- put the cigar oh, yeah. in my mouth, and, and, and it ash, probably went out. the tongue? And yeah, because I put the cigar in my mouth, not realizing it was the other way around. You've never done it? I've never Have done it. Have you ever done it? Put no. the linen in your mouth. No, Never. No, no, I smoke a lot of cigars, man, and, <laughs> and, and I do it while I'm doing other things. That's I your grab problem. And... Is you get too
4: focused, you get hyper focused on one thing, and then
3: I, I bet I've done it a dozen times
4: <laughs> in really? my life. You didn't
7: get any money for it. Nothing. <laughs> so, so now you could get five hundred dollars. Do yeah. No,
3: I think you'd, you'd have to do
4: it for hundred then.
3: No, I wouldn't do it for hundred. <laughs> no, because it's painful. It's not good. It's not good. Take an aspirin and quit being a baby. Anyway, uh, your favorite cigar of the cigars you make.
7: Um, Amadeus, Connecticut.
3: Connecticut? Yeah, Amadeus, Connecticut. You would think that that would be my favorite, yeah. but it is this for sure. Yeah. This is the one. You know what? I always, uh, because this is this year's Cigar of the Year, I
4: continually go to this, and then I forget about the Connecticut, and then I smoke the Connecticut, and it's so fantastic.
3: I, I go back and forth between the two. I don't know if I'd be able to there's, pick. There's so much more flavor in this. Not that there's anything wrong with that, and I'm a Connecticut guy, but each time I smoke the cigar...
7: I say this should be the cigar of the year.
2: Oh, it is. It is.
7: <laughs> yeah, the, Am- the Amadeus Connecticut is a juicy Connecticut. You know, it's not one of I those was just bland, that cardboard Connecticut. This It's that. not drying. Exactly.
4: You got you got you got moisture going on as you're smoking it. It's very good.
7: It's a very flavorful Connecticut that you could smoke 8 of them a day and you might feel like you want a, a you know a ninth one, you know. And uh, you know, JR's favorite blend is our the very first blend that we came out with is the OTG. Yeah. You know, and uh so the, off the grid. Off the grid. Awesome. Off the grid. Jason Raybuck in
5: our chat room, he said he lit up the Recluse OTG as soon as his show started.
3: Yeah. So he's right there with J.R. Dominguez. There you go.
7: Birds of a feather flock together.
3: There you go. Well, you got something for everybody. I mean, there's enough there. And with all the new stuff you have, oh, my God, you got
7: stuff for the next.
1: 186 SKUs, is that what
7: you said? Uh, yeah, 182. And if we don't have it, you don't need it. We're a one-stop <laughs> shop at Recluse Cigars, man. You call it, we haul it.
3: There we go. So I pulled you off the floor anyway. We're going to take a break now, but I'll let you get back on there and sell. You got uh, another five hours here at Two Guys in Five Ted. with my hair on fire, man. Let's do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming on. When we thank come you. back, uh, we have cigar news, cigar mail. Uh, uh, mail, we're going to have uh, tried the new Recluse Lancero and a uh, little snack from Nashville. Yeah, what, uh, seriously, we need to we need
4: this to stop. Nope. <laughs> no, this is, this is never going to stop.
3: You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And uh,
4: whether someone's paying you a hundred dollars or not, <laughs> under no circumstances, <laughs> when you're smoking your Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva, should you ever put the lid end
7: in your mouth. Amen to that.
1: I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionato cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co that's cigarjournal.co
3: why was the sereno cigar company named best debut company by many media outlets this year at the IPCPR trade show because they prioritize quality over quantity from farms to factory to their post-rolling aging process. The cigar is only as good as the time and passion put into it, a process that 20-year-old industry veteran Anthony Serino knows too well. All Serino cigars are rolled using the finest hand-selected tobaccos from Esteli and Jalapa Valleys in Nicaragua. All of these fine tobaccos are blended by world renowned cigar master blender Omar Gonzalez Amen out of the esteemed boutique La Corona Factory. Sereno Royale comes in four different blends Connecticut, Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. Each blend contains five and a half year age fillers that were artfully crafted in 2014, allowing over two years of post roll aging. These majestic cigars truly are aged to perfection. Get your Sereno Royales today at Two Guys Smoke Shop, or go online at twoguyscigars.com.
2: Savor this moment. The sparks of conversation. The anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of hand-crafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco, richly complex yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvezi and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete avo line at avo.com. Founded in
0: 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Patin Garcia. The collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection.
1: You only get one life. How will you live yours? Stepping into the Aging Room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For aging room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. This the crowd is
0: standing on its feet here at Augusta. Is the cigar authority? Where are your badges? The authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar.
3: I don't have to show you any
0: stinking badges. With your host. Ho ho! Slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's to close his Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall? You need me on that wall. Barry stunned. That guy in a little cold. That guy in a little cold. Don't. And Chuck. <laughs> Morrison. I went
1: to magic camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a 7th degree imperial yo-yo master. It's
0: time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather
3: you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority.
2: Yeah!
3: And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the Le Fleur Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. What's up in the cigar world? A blast into some of the viewer mail. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority.
4: And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at TheCigarAuthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play. Or podbean.com, where you can it. set
3: it and forget it. The Google You can't even focus
4: on the... anything because there's. So let's there. just
3: get, get it out of the way because I, I can't focus. <laughs> I'm paying attention right now because this is from our friends in Tennessee.
5: Yep. Uh, two guys uh, came up to the two guys' anniversary, yep. Stephen and William Roberts. I met them, yes. They stopped by and they uh, dropped these off for us to enjoy on the Food Authority. There we go. So Right now, <laughs> we <laughs> are not
6: the
3: Food Authority. You are not Speak for yourself, <laughs> <laughs> but you will be after you try one of these. This is the Google cluster. This is part of um, really Tennessee, right? Yes. Ooh, there's only three in a
5: box. No, I think it said the box said six. Uh, I guess three. Wow, we've oh, got problems
3: here. Mm-hmm. It does. Three counts. Okay, I but guess I did it three and came up with six. All right, three and three is six. So. You guys are going to have to fight over these. Well,
4: the beautiful thing is they're individually wrapped, so I can look at the uh, ingredients. <laughs> oh, no.
5: It's for free. One. Old fart Freddy's coming over to get one. <laughs> Here we go. Take those.
4: <laughs> serving size of one. Perfect. Servings per container one. Perfect. Calories per serving two hundred and forty. Perfect. It's a 110 snack. One hundred ten of them. Because a meal,
3: a meal is about five hundred, right? What's a meal? Five hundred, a thousand? What's what's a meal? Uh, let's
4: see,
5: if
3: you consume 2,400 calories in a day on average.
4: Three meals, at, seven, yeah. 14, 21, yeah. seven,
5: 700. Yeah. S- six to
3: 800. Yeah. I'm 110 I'm sure. calories from fat. Stop now. Just stop right there.
4: 23 <laughs> Stop right sugar. there.
3: Now you're ruining everything. <laughs> it's
4: 19% stop. of your stop. total fat intake for stop. the day.
3: Not even close.
5: Know. You know what? They might lose on this because right on the package it says "guarantee of satisfaction." Not a the problem know here. Jonathan's going to be satisfied.
3: He'll be satisfied. What I'm putting on to my mouth? It's not the first time. There we
4: go.
6: <laughs>
3: it is pretty good. Very good.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm going to drive you guys nuts. I'm not going <laughs> to eat the whole thing right now.
1: It is a chunky candy bar without the raisins. Does Chunky have caramel like this? Yep.
5: Yeah? Well, there's peanut butter in this, isn't there? No. It's peanuts. Peanuts. It's very nougaty. It's very good. Yeah, on the side of the box it says peanut butter. Almonds, pecans, No, they have the original,
4: which this is. They also have supreme and peanut butter.
3: Almonds, pecans, walnuts, cashews, hazelnuts. I think that's practically health food. food. It's a cornucopia of nuts. Hazelnuts, I'm going to break out in hives. Are you allergic?
5: To some nuts. Hazelnuts awesome. is one of
3: them. Mm. Will you do it right here on the camera? Room? <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, it'll take a while, but I'll be, yeah. I'll be itchy as all hell. Right. I'm, I'm okay with that.
4: You want to eat mine too? No, it's okay.
5: You scratch my itch.
4: You're actually putting it away?
5: And the hazelnuts, I'm worried about breaking out in hives. But it'd be good for the show. Yeah. <laughs> take it for the team, you wuss. Yeah,
3: got to do something for the showroom. <laughs>
5: Breakout! I'm sure it's not going to last till the end of the show. Fat guy yeah. candy, it's yeah. not going to last till the end of the show. It talks to us.
3: Yes, it's talking to me right
5: now. Mm.
6: It's
1: phenomenal, right? <coughs> so these Excuse guys came. These apologies.
3: These guys drove up from Tennessee yeah. to come up. One yeah. of them flew up. One of them drove up. Yeah,
1: that's a, but that's going to be a 12-hour trip minimum, right?
4: Yes, I believe it is. It's that's, probably more than that.
1: Aesthetic. Not, not fly. They drove.
4: One of, yeah, one of them drove up. Awesome.
5: With his wife? North Carolina is north of Tennessee, right? Uh, west. East.
4: Okay. And to get to Tennessee, you kind of have to go over the mountains and stuff. There's only a few places you can do that.
1: They border each other on the east and west. Actually, because from Rayford, North Carolina, uh, I believe. where
5: my friend just retired from the military, um, she drove up for the wedding, and it took her 14
3: and a half hours. Wow. Yeah. This is, this is one of the best. The Google cluster one of the best. It's, it's an old How brand. do you even know about it if it's from Tennessee only? I don't know. I just know these things. I study them. <laughs> Some people look at porn. Dave looks at That's it. Candy. Made with real <laughs> milk chocolate and all the nuts. It's, it is t- practically good for you. I'm going to go with no. It's no. No, it is. This is an old, old. You're, you're just trying to talk yourself into it. This is like a health bar. I don't know about Google Cluster.
5: I wonder if the Google Dolls had anything to do with their naming of their band, because maybe they have an
3: affinity for the Google Cluster. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, so uh, I, kn- I know we have uh, the owner of this brand that's here, but I can't tell you how much against the Lancero <laughs> I am. You've, you've told us. For a bunch of different reasons. First off, I'm a retailer, and they don't sell. We buy them. They sit there. They don't sell. People don't buy them. People talk about buying them, but they actually don't actually buy them. Then there is the problem with the draw. If you get a real lance arrow, you're talking about a 38 ring gauge, very, very thin and long. What are looking at? Six and a half? Seven. Seven inch. Seven by 38. True arrow. Mm-hmm. Two. Pack in the blend of this into a little cigar like that, you're asking for trouble. The rollers, I've talked to them before, they hate rolling the things. Right. And they use N2 bar. Now, look at the foot of the Lancero. It looks like a wheel with spokes all the way around it. You see all the circles yeah. around, around the end of it. It's not going to show up good on the camera here, but there's all these circles that are going around. Those are all the N2 bar that happens. It really is prevalent inside here. So, to me, it looks like it is going to possibly draw because they have all these channels built into it. But we'll see if that happens. And let's give it a try. Right now, it's going to taste like nougat, but I'm, I'm trying to wear it out. It's time to cut a cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal s uh, tax, and actually lowered them. Sean missed it again. Sean
5: missed the vote. He's having a conversation on Facebook Live right now. almost the guys. They stand for quality, good. tradition, and excellence. I like the pigtail cap.
1: Yeah.
5: I'm a fan of the, of the aesthetics of it.
3: Perfect draw. Yeah. Perfect draw. Yeah, we'll see.
5: Uh, it features the same blend.
3: It's an Ecuadorian uh, Habano wrapper, cut San Andreas little, filler. Cut it a little sideways. I'm going to clean it up because I want to give it its full opportunity here.
5: Pennsylvania USA filler and Dominican filler. It retails for nine nineteen. The exact same blend as the, the exact other. Exact same blend. Same fermentation process. Rolled in, in, in two bar. Or yeah. as Jonathan Penance simil- and But bow. But yeah. it's, it's round, round and not
4: square. Very similar cold draw. I'm getting the Fruity Pebbles right off the bat. Because we just smoked the regular. This should taste like that cigar. How much different is it well, going to taste? we've to done be- this experiment before with box press versus in the round, and it does change the flavor. Yep. So, now we're going from box press to round. Yeah. We're going from a thicker ring gauge to a thinner one. We're dropping yeah. 20 ring gauge here. Yeah.
5: Yeah. It's nuttier for me. Than it doesn't have as much as that sweetness you from the Fruity Pebbles. You just ate a
3: goo-goo cluster.
5: But it tastes like pecans.
3: Pecans in the Google class. That little one stuck in the back of your tooth. Oh, That's into my molar. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs>
6: so
5: right.
3: we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Intimidator. We certainly don't need a lighter like this to light this 38 ring
4: gauge. No, we don't. No. But it's uh, four jets uh, featuring the color-changing technology. You leave the jet on for about five seconds. It turns from orange to red so you don't lose the flame in uh, the bright skyline when you're out on the golf course or
3: outdoors. snow blowing, as we're going to have to do soon. Soon. Yeah, our, our friends from uh, Honduras, Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, Florida, that all visit us for our anniversary party. Um, the temperature went down into the fifties, and they were freaking out. Fifties. It is going to drop fifty degrees in
2: the from next couple of months.
3: Yet. It's going to drop fifty degrees. So the Vertigo
4: Intimidator retails for twenty four ninety nine, and it is up for grabs. The one we used on the show is up for grabs. If you can name all. Nine cigar liberties in order of appearance on our clip that we played at the beginning of the show. If you didn't hear it or need to hear it again, just catch the podcast later. Listen to it. Write them down as
3: best you can. So, on a podcast, can you go back and listen to it over and over? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay.
5: You know, you mentioned the cold weather before. There was a report that came out earlier this week that said this winter is supposed to be three to five degrees colder than normal.
3: The normal, because last normal. year was warmer.
5: Yes, it was like 5 to 10 degrees milder.
3: So we're going to get 15 to 20 lower. 3 to 5 lower, so it'll be like a 15-point turnaround. Yep. Yeah. The year before was so bad. Yeah, I oh came up God, to the worst winter, stretching.
5: and then I experienced one of the best winters. Right. And so, maybe this year I'll get a normal
3: winter. Yeah. I got a good draw.
1: Yeah. They really have that down. I mean... <clears throat>
3: You think a little little um, shopper in the center. Is that happening? little shopper, um, upfront taste.
5: A little bit of Boom. anise. It wasn't in the, the uh, box price. Anise? anise, anise. But yes, you're right, anise. Tomato, tomato. Why
3: can't you just say licorice?
5: Because anise and licorice are slightly different.
3: Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, there's anise, and you say anise has a licorice taste to it. And then, therefore, it, you can't say, say lic- licorice. Yeah, that doesn't have an anise taste yeah. to it. Anise has a more sharper sting. Yep. Okay, a sting to anise because it's alcohol-based.
2: Mm.
3: And licorice does not have the sting. So, anise had cookies? Yeah, a little sting. There's a sting. Yeah. There's hmm. that bite to it. Yep. Yeah. There's the bite you take out of it. Which is what I'm saying. That Actually, perfect analogy as we, as I'm smoking this. It has the taste of the Reclus Amadeus Habano, a little more sting. The, the smoke is hotter.
6: Yeah.
3: See, I don't find that. I don't have the smoke hotter. Um, well, that's what the sting is, Barents. No, the sting is the. Cinnamon, a little more cinnamony sting, maybe? Canal. You know, like a cinnamon canal? Canal? <laughs> canal. C A N N E L L E. So I'm not French. Mr. Jonathan's French. Yeah, don't ask me. You don't know any of it. Peter Hudson, please let me know how to pronounce this. Peter's on uh He's in little, Spain, yeah? Yeah, sabbatical. He's on vacation. Ooh. Okay, what do you got, Mr. Jonathan? Give me some mailbags.
4: All right, the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page, and this is one of our lost emails that came to us in August. So bear with us on this. Uh, what's up, Mr. J? Joe from Long Island here. Sorry we missed you last week. This was uh, the week that I was off. Uh, my buddy Rob and I had a great time speaking with Eric Newman, Dave Barry, and the rest of the gang at Two Guys. We smoked some great cigars. It was definitely worth the trip, and we'll be doing it again. I just wanted to ask, with the Atabase sampler I bought, with the Humi tubes, how often do you have to moisten the sponges at the bottom? I keep them in a the box for now, because they won't fit in my humidor. Thanks, and hope to see you guys soon. The answer is simple. You have about two years' supply of PG Solution in that little bottle that came with the humid tubes it takes one or two drops on the sponge every 30 days or so and you'll be perfect you do not want to <coughs> moisten that sponge completely just one or two drops at the end
3: rub it in with your finger and cap it and you're good to go yeah and you'll see a month later or something you'll feel it and you'll say oh it, uh, it's a little dry out. so a couple more drops yeah and you're good
1: and do you guys recommend when putting those in your personal humidor to keep them encapsulated in those tubes 100 yeah
4: yeah well because they're not cellophane in, in the tube so you risk damage if they're not protected so i like to keep mine protected in the tubes if you're going to leave them in there you could take the cap off and remove the sponge and then the cigar will draw the moisture in from the bottom because it is a double chamber technology so you don't have to worry about just humidifying the foot of those
3: atabase in the huma tubes it'll draw the moisture up through the entire cigar Personally, I can't tell you because every time I've gotten a pack of those, I blow through them yeah. and I fill them with other cigars and do the same thing. But I end up, it, it's like having the Google Cluster here that there's Mr. Jonathan and he's left. I can't not think about it. I can't wait to get to it. That's how what happens to me with... Do you want mine? Yes, I do. The Atta Bay... <laughs> I lick the whole thing, but you can care. have it. I don't care. I will. You don't even have to give me $100. There's, no, <laughs> there's nothing required there. <laughs> I want the rest of it. Yes, I do. So uh, that's that. Okay, uh, Barry, what's up in the cigar world? It's time
4: for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is... The Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles. Over the course of two full years, they are box-pressed and rolled end-to-bar for a perfect draw every every time. time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today.
5: Wow,
3: we are. (laughs) We
5: had two of them. (laughs) This week saw the release of some of the Fuente Limited releases, such as the Casa Cuba Divine Inspiration, which featured a blend... Which featured a blend from uh, Carlos Fuente senior, from his just before he passed away, changing it up from the original release. Also, the Don Carlos Ida Shark and the Personal Reserve came out. It's been a quiet week in terms of news, but a rare victory occurred this week in California as Governor Brown vetoed SB 1333, which would have banned smoking in parks and beaches. According to Governor Brown, the measure was too broad. And uh, Gabriel Alvarez, who became a father for the second time, as his wife. Grace Santalongo yeah, gave birth to a baby girl, has Beautiful. resigned from Meyer Silva, yeah, where I he served that. as director of sales. According to a post on Facebook, he is not done with the cigar industry and will resurface shortly.
3: So he's got a new family,
5: yeah.
3: and he is exited and unemployed right now. That means he had to already have himself set up. 100%. Right? 100%. You know, newborn
5: baby, expensive proposition. Oh. You're not going to no. do unemployment. So
3: it's a new job with a higher pay.
1: Are you saying he pulled a uh, Bill Clinton and kind of played some chess there? Yes, he did. <laughs> he did the Bill Clinton, and that's why he won the chess game. So uh, I have a feeling we're going to find
5: out
3: sooner rather than later where he yeah, we went. He's going to show up right away. He'll end up having the two weeks off yep. to Be with the baby and all that, and then the next job's ready to start. Uh, The Maya Silva really hasn't taken off in the United States. No,
5: it's big in Europe, as we've seen its representation in the the Best Cigar Magazine, Cigar Journal. Um, Huge in France, Germany, various parts of Europe, but here in the U.S., it
3: just hasn't grown. Yeah. And I, and I see him at the trade show working it and trying yeah. to get people I, I wonder what it is. I mean, a nice cigar, yep. no doubt about it, but it uh, just hasn't caught on. And, it, hey, that's the way it is. And some things work over there that don't work over here. Some mm-hmm. things work over here that don't work over there. That's the yeah. way it is. East Coast, West Coast, yep. the same thing ends up happening.
5: Yep. When my mom passed away, when I was living in Florida, everybody at Miami Cigar was doing events around the nation. He made sure to spend the day with me so I wouldn't be alone. Oh. So, you know, I'm a much appreciative of that. And uh, that's it for this week's What's Up in the Cigar World. What's
4: Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses Grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero, Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is
3: What's Up. up? Okay, we're going to go right to it. While well, you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is Gentleman Chuck Morrison.
1: You need a gentleman?
2: Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman?
1: <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies,
6: fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronics,
1: Gentlemen. And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Wait for it. Time that <laughs> smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, we've been amongst awards, giveaways, and game shows. So I figured what's more appropriate than how to accept a compliment... Like a gentleman. First up here is thank you. It's the simplest phrase you can say, but it sends a powerful message. It's unassuming, humble, and shows your gratitude. When you receive a compliment, say something like, Thank you. I appreciate your kind words.
3: I got a good question for you. So somebody says, Thank you to me. Yes. She's thank you for all you do, blah, 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 blah. And I go into the no thank you for whatever. Stand
1: by, my friend.
3: We okay. Get right,
1: we get, we're going to get right to that. Okay. Uh, do not try to one-up a compliment. Yeah. Avoid the temptation to out-compliment someone. You may feel inclined to say thank you, but everyone knows your contributions were much more valuable than mine. Simply embrace the moment, Dave, and show your gratitude. So you're welcome. You're welcome.
3: I got to work on
1: that. Yes. So, Dave, you did a great job tonight.
3: Thank so you. did you.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the one-up mentality. Yes,
3: it's it is. It's terrible. I've got to
1: work on you. Welcome. You also, fellas here, want to mind your nonverbal cues. Body language is a powerful <coughs> communication tool. If your body language doesn't match your words, you may be sending the wrong message. For example, crossed arms, casual posture may be misinterpreted or disinterest. Use direct eye contact to engage the person with whom you're speaking. Lean slightly forward and smile when you receive someone's praise. Acknowledge your team's effort. This would be for a team environment. When you receive recognition for something you did along with others, acknowledge their work. Dave did this brilliantly, by the way, at the anniversary party. For example, if you're co-hosting a bachelor party with a friend, pub- publicly recognize his effort. As people leave the event, say something like, I'm so glad you enjoyed the party. I'll pass your kind words along to Barry, who helped plan the event. Um, last up here is when receiving toasts. You want to receive toast with grace. This is really good here. If someone pays you a compliment in the form of a toast... Don't drink from your glass at the end of the speech. It's a big no-no. It's the equivalent of patting your own back or singing happy birthday at your own birthday. I like to receive my toast with jam. Yes. The best course of action is to nod your head in acknowledgement and smile. When everyone enjoys a sip of their beverage, you may stand and offer a toast in return.
4: Oh, then it's okay okay to one-up someone.
1: Nice. Only during a toast. Okay. That's The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by... Debonair cigars and rum, guys. The question every single time: Are you debonair enough?
4: I think Dave failed at this one already because you paid him a compliment and he didn't even say thank you. He just sat there
3: and nodded his head. So, you lose. You're welcome.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm
3: sorry, Mr. Jonathan interrupted before I could finish. Uh, I waited till he was done to thank him for what it is. But you interrupted. But. So you're going to flip it on me? Is that, that debonair,
4: yet. Chuck? Can he do that? Is that allowed?
3: I think in this he, case it is. What, what he tried to do is try to talk bad about me, and I flipped the bad back onto him as I did the proper thing. <laughs> That'll be next week. No. This, this is a good segment. This has been going on for a long time. It, it is. is. a good segment because it, this, it's almost a lost art being a gentleman.
1: A lot of doors research for goes to into do. these topics, Dave.
3: I believe it. I believe it, and I learn from them. You I'm should glad. learn from them, too, Mr. Johnson. You're our very own Martha Stewart.
1: I learned from them. Trust me. These aren't things that I've inherited <laughs> naturally. These are things that I research. I do do diligence. I have a lot of help from you guys sometimes in creating content. We want to do it right. We want to be debonair. And, and uh, Phil, um, Phil Zangy, we're, we're sorry to have missed you at the anniversary party, my friend. Hopefully we'll see you there next year.
3: Yes. Um, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars.
1: They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, To the funny farm, where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away,
4: ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. A Chinese banana farmer who goes by the name of Boo Boo bought a couple of good-looking pups from a Vietnamese man in the town market.
3: Where are you going with this? (laughs) (laughs) A guy walks into a a Chinese banana farmer who goes by the name of Boo Boo. Okay,
4: not to be confused with Google. Right. Yep. Uh, He played with them, petted them, and groomed them every day. The puppies grew fast and (coughs) they grew big, and they had voracious appetites, leading them to chase and eat chickens. Two years later, the farmer had an opportunity to visit a wildlife protection exhibition, and he saw the bear exhibit, and he realized what kind of animals his dogs really were. He reported the bears to wildlife authorities who identified his pets, as Asian black bears, a protected species, what? the bears were taken to a wildlife rehabilitation center in Yunnan. Hey, Boo-Boo, next time, check your pups for picnic baskets. Yeah, That's know. insane.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's asylum. And his name was away. Boo-Boo. His name is Boo-Boo. You know Yogi Bear's <laughs> sidekick <laughs> was Boo-Boo, That's right? right. You, you make this up. Google it. Google. I his wife calls Boo-Boo honey. Mm, honey Boo-Boo. There we go. Really. Okay, so early thoughts here on the Recluse Amadeus Habano Lancero. The drawer is good. The drawer is good. The burn line is exceptional. It's perfect. It's burning perfect.
5: Nobody's had an issue with it going out, even do you, when doing do you, a segment.
3: Do you have a, a hard time holding a cigar this thin? Like, I feel girly when I hold it. Yeah.
1: When you hold what? The cigar. <laughs> oh,
3: yes. Chuck. <laughs> He's on. Chuck is on. (sighs) You know, the regular way I hold a cigar, it's too thin to do that, so you actually have to hold it. I feel like I have to hold it with my fingertips, and I was watching you do it too.
5: Yeah, It's like a French person smoking a
3: cigarette the way you hold it. Yes, perfect Mm -hmm. analogy, to to, the way that is. And then as you bring it there, it seems feminine. Or more perhaps sophisticated. Sophisticated is a nicer word for it.
1: But does the flavor make up for it? In other words, this is really enjoyable.
3: I'll say
4: the the cinnamon yeah. comes through stronger on this than it does on yes, the it does. regular 100%. box. Press. Shop right through, right? Hundred yeah.
1: yeah. percent. Which is an, which? Is a, it's a nice C- finish. Same to,
3: flavor, but the, the cinnamon pod is is striking right through the center of it,
1: which is very pleasant.
3: Yeah, it tastes different. Yeah, it has a different. Same flavors, but a, a different combination. It has, some, it
4: has some of the same flavors, but the subtleties are, are certainly different. It's, it's less subtle is where I'm going with that. Yeah.
5: And I wonder if it's the size or the fact that it's not box-pressed. Cuban sandwich versus a same sandwich that's not, not pressed. pressed. Tastes totally different.
6: <laughs> true. It's true. No, it's like right. when you
5: were kidding. You had a cheese sandwich. You pressed it together. You squished it together. At least I did. It just tasted better. <laughs> When I had a cheese sandwich as a kid,
4: I grilled it. Yeah. Right. It would be different. If you didn't, Grilled cheese is different than a cheese sandwich. It's the same exact thing, though, right? No, it mm. isn't. There's butter on the outside. Well, let's assume you... you didn't put butter. Whoa, whoa.
3: <laughs> Hang on a second. Oh, well, I know. You I, call I, yourself the food authority, and you don't put butter on a grilled cheese? I want to tell you something. So I'm dropping Nelson Alfonso, to, um, Byron Cigars, off at the hotel after the anniversary party. He's leaving at a 6 a.m. flight the next day, so he's going early, early. And Oliver was going to drive him to the airport. And um, he said, before you go, I want to say something to you. And Oliver's laughed at just me and him. Yeah, what's the matter or something? Very, very serious. You have to start taking care of yourself. And I said, okay. And he said, you use too much butter. And I said, what? He said, I've never seen somebody use so much butter in all my life. You use too much butter on your food, you have to stop. Well, if he had seen you eat a, a grilled cheese sandwich, he wouldn't have said that because apparently you don't put butter I, on it. I got a question. This for was you. the final thing that I, I had three days with them, <laughs> and the final thing was that I used too much butter. Now, I'm thinking back that we had breakfast together, and I had French toast, and you got to put butter on, butter on, butter on and it. And butter it, in the syrup. And then one night we went and had steaks and, and baked potato, and it was the, um, what's the one? Salem? Texas, Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. You were there? Yeah. And the big blob of butter that's on there, which they put on it's no, they like put it. They put it on I didn't put it on it, but I didn't yeah. take it away either. Hell yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I'm with but, yeah he said, i just okay. never seen so much. You have to. You know the long stick of butter? Yeah. <clears throat> You're going to put it, you, you know, you cut off little square pats. Yeah. Have you ever taken one of those square
5: pats and just eaten the, the square? Never. No, I did that last night. I really? It oh. <laughs> you, my last friend, just hit a new low. There was like a little pat left, and I wasn't going to put it back in the fridge, because I would have gotten yelled at for putting something so small back in the fridge.
3: Treat it as a lifesaver. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Or the opposite of a lifesaver.
1: I've taken a bite, The complete
3: opposite (laughs) of a lifesaver. I did it not to get yelled at. They're they're
1: measured in tablespoons, right? Yes. And I've I've done it. I love butter on on toast, on French toast, pancakes, potatoes. A skinny guy did it, so it's okay. Oh, yeah. But listen, it's gross when you eat it by itself no yes if
3: you just Jeez. put it on a cracker it would be fine it's fine uh, on a cracker but right if
1: you just take a, a tablespoon of butter just take a bite out of it mm. you're asking for a hurt man that's not enjoyable come on Barry I enjoyed it oh. alright so you need to put a modest
4: amount of butter on a grilled cheese and you need to stop eating butter out of the fridge
3: and all will be right in the world the, one, the question is have you ever had butter on a peptide that's it <laughs> and you know you have I have now yes so you I have and everybody who listens to this has had it Okay, um, what do we have? What do we have? Um, Okay, we're going to take a break. And we come back, we got the classic three-way. We'll look through the calendar. Did I mention we are the 2016 ambassadors of cigars? I think you might have. Okay, so we'll mention that again. And we are live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network.
1: To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit drewdiplomat.com. That's drewdiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
5: When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world you release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities time the time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours the time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar sometimes as much as 10 years the time it takes to hand pick hand roll and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience.
6: In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20 and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days. But every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year. Then and only then, into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humid tubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron.
3: It was 2010 on my 50th birthday Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up at my office and honored me with a gift It was a box of cigars but this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift a gift of a brand of cigars
2: This is Rob Wise from BG Myers Cigars, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are
3: back from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. We have the Recluse event going on here. Scott Weeks selling cigars. We're smoking the Recluse Amadeus Habano Lancero. And we just finished a
4: five-minute conversation all about butter. Butter, Every single use in grilled cheese. Whether you should put butter on the salted side of a saltine or on the underside.
3: This is it's another the, whole show that happens in between the show. <laughs> we talked about the grilled cheese. When you're ironing your clothes, you get two pieces of bread. When a piece was the of last time you maybe, ironed your clothes? I don't remember. But my mother <laughs> used to do it, and she put make a make a cheese sandwich, put tinfoil on it, put yeah. the iron on the grilled cheese sandwich. Nice. And then she'd get the clothes ready and then start ironing the clothes. And instead of putting the iron down, back up, she'd put the iron on top of the tinfoil that the cheese sandwich was in. And then just keep doing it. And then turn it every once in a while. And then at the end of it, she's done ironing the clothes. Hand me the tinfoil. Open it up. And, and we'll your see. freshly ironed clothes. Freshly ironed clothes and a grilled cheese sandwich. Like it a little gift. Win-win. It was a win-win situation. But no butter on it. No butter, but it's still grilled beautiful, and it was, it was like it was grilled. It's very flat. It's like a little pancake type of grilled cheese sandwich, melty, delicious. That's awesome. Try it.
5: I Come want on. a grilled cheese sandwich when I go home Me for too. lunch.
3: Me too. Grilled cheese. A grilled cheese
5: sandwich. Come on. There's a food cart in Miami called Miss Cheesiest, and all they do is sell uh, grilled cheese sandwiches. Really? Yep. I
4: feel like the grilled cheese is, is airport? not.
5: No, it's a food cart. Food truck, right? Oh, really? So they have a website. And when I used to work in Miami, we would look on the website, see where they were. And if they were close them. enough, we would go there, get lunch for the whole office, bring it back. Like 20 sand- different types of grilled cheese
3: sandwiches. It is a, sandwiches. Wonderful, it's a wonderful meal. Tomato soup with the You don't grilled see sandwich? grilled cheese on
4: the menu very often unless it's on the kids' menu.
3: Right. Yeah. And I
4: feel weird ordering it off the kids'
3: menu. I have done it. And across the street at T-Bones, across from our Salem store, in the kids' menu, they have the grilled cheese. And when we get it to go and stuff, I've ordered before. And it comes with an Oreo cookie. And nice. It's, it's and it's a good time. And So how many do you have to order before you have a meal? Or is One. That the, no. It's, that's the pre-meal
4: it's snack?
1: An app. Yeah, it's like a nap. Yes. Cut it
3: into squares and dip it in. They a, cut it into square triangle. You got to cut a grilled cheese sandwich, by the way, across, right? You can't, yeah, listen, you can't to you can't go straight. You got to go from angle. I know you can't
4: tell by looking at me,
3: but I I know how to eat it. Yeah, I'm okay. good. You're, you're good for a grilled cheese sandwich, though. I, you gotta, you do
5: remember? we want okay, to continue this food conversation? I got into a little argument with Heidi this morning. I had a corn muffin for for breakfast. Yeah. Now, do you cut it so it's muffin top and muffin bottom? Only. Or do you go straight down the middle so it's half an hour? No, cheating. Top and bottom. Then we're in agreement. Top and bottom. She cut it right down the middle. I'm like, no, that's the wrong way to do it. I won't eat it. it I won't (laughs) eat it. Send it back.
4: Take this back and cut it like a normal person. (laughs) If If I sent it back,
3: I might not have made it to the shop. What kind of person (laughs) cuts a a corn muffin? Or any muffin.
5: Yeah. You don't
3: do that. Did you sign a prenup? Yeah.
5: I'm (laughs) thinking I wish I did. It's oh disgraceful. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Our first marital fight was over the corn muffin. Yeah, it's unacceptable. You need to be able... No. What it's I, understandable.
4: You eat the stump first, because that's the crappy part. Yes. And then you save the other part. The muffin top. The muffin top. Upside down, you put the pad of butter on it, it melts, and it's like a little yeah. bowl of butter, and you yeah. just have a party. you grill the muffin?
3: Yes. You cut, and you grill yeah, it on the grill that. with the butter and the Is pan. that even a question? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> Perfect. See, so you're catching on. Catching on. I think, catching you're, getting this. On. I think you're, you're getting You're into just this. asking dumb questions on purpose. Okay, next week no Chuck. Chuck, we Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio. Tom
1: Brady's back.
3: Yeah, that's right. So they're going to win this week.
1: Uh, I say no. I say this is the one loss they have without Brady playing. At right. the hands of the Buffalo. I Eagles. hope you're wrong. Against Buffalo, no, who just I, spanked Arizona, who is. I, I
5: see the Patriots winning. All
1: right. I hate Rex it. Ryan it would
5: be so passion.
3: great if the Patriots win only because they'll be four and and0 oh right. without Brady and a big F U. <laughs> totally.
5: And then watch them lose in Cleveland with Brady back. Everybody will be,
3: Garoppolo should be the starter. No, he's got to come back on Fury, right? Oh, yeah. You would think. You would hope. You would hope. I'm still not watching it, but They're they're going all the way. So no, Chuck, but we're going to do a show called Meet the Unicorns. And the unicorns are new cigars that came out, or did they? These are things that the manufacturers put out. And we have acquired a whole bunch of them. So we sent some out as the care package. You guys are going to get them uh, this week. You're going to get a, uh, two different oddball cigars, one that everybody's going to get and one that we actually had to split four ways into a group, 125 to each uh, thing. So four of us that will be in the show, one of us will smoke one of those four, and all of us will smoke the one everybody's going to have. So all of them will be tasted and tested. But these are cigars that came out for pre-FDA approval. But will they ever see the light of day? Who knows? And we're going to give you a list of a whole bunch of cigars that are just like that. And that's what we'll talk about, the unicorns. I still think that it is a little excessive, people
4: putting out all these cigars before that August 8th deadline. I mean, well, I get covering your bases, but it's so many that probably won't make it.
3: Right. Right, so this will be the one and what, what, only what a time waste. they'll ever get to try them. Well, s- some people, you, who knows? Each company's different of what they're going to do. They have their plans. You notice, uh, Scott has a plan. Mm-hmm. He did not say what the plan was. He he's just keeping wanted it tip, to himself. Tip his hat to anybody. So after after the show here, we're going to go for a couple of cocktails. I'll get them out of him and find out what's going on. Anyway, but he's got some sort of plan. They all do. They all have their little thing, They're secretly of what they're doing. But he's he's got a reason what, what he's going to do. October 15th, we're going to have a few cocktails, but it's going to be beer. We're going to do the little Oktoberfest thing and another cigar from the Care Package, the Oktoberfest cigar. And um, on October 22nd, I just got the word, because the Red Sox ended up being um, first place, they got going into the playoffs. We planned on having David David Ortiz Big poppy.
5: Not to be confused with David Ortiz, as Eric, yeah, Eric Newman, Newman was pronounced Right. Same, same. So, yes, "Big was that Poppy." him
1: not understanding the pronunciation, was that him jabbing at the Red Sox?
3: I think it was a little of both. Okay. Yeah. So we we were planning on having David Ortiz on the show. We never said it to anybody because we have to make sure and get yeah. things. But he'll be officially retired, they thought, by then. But they're making the playoffs, so actually the date has changed uh, that he was going to come up. So it'll be later on. Who who knows? After uh, they win
1: the World Series. After they
3: win the World Series, which will be great. So uh, those are some of the uh, up and coming shows that are coming uh, right down the road for us. So look forward to those coming up. Um, As I said, this is a new quarter for us. We have taken new advertisers on for the quarter. We Mm -hmm. are just about filled up. I don't know what more we can monetize Mm -hmm. this damn thing. Um, But we have locked in a major player into the cigar authority and we're honored to have him here mm-hmm. and that is padrone so we haven't recorded it so no. we're going to actually have uh chuck do the commercial live right now so. all right
1: and you want me to try to go for like a spanish, spanish
3: accent. accent and see what you can, you can have we'll add music to it later yeah. and this this is how this, this thing goes so this is
1: kind of cool because we've had demand for you know the the commercial podcast the commercial show when we got, yeah so here we go this is like a live uh, yeah. thing so you want a, a spanish accent spanish all accent right, here we go <clears throat> Uh, since 1964, Padron hang cigars on, have had on, the same on. mission.
4: That's not Spanish. That's constipation.
1: Oh. <laughs> you have to, yeah, that, that, you gotta
4: get, like, tap into your Latin roots, Chuck. Okay.
1: <coughs> Yo, with, uh, with over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 now years you're Italian. to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time.
3: Yeah, that's street Italian ish. Okay. Sounding like a Southie. Yeah.
1: Padron cigars, only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born.
4: That's Indian, Chuck. I thought it was uh, German.
1: I mean, <laughs> maybe you, not, you should you just be Chuck right. for
4: now and then we'll hire someone that can do the Spanglish thing.
1: Uh, the Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. Lao Tzu. As a Vertically integrated, family owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and making process.
3: Not even close. Try like a Ricky British. Ricardo. A Ricky Ricardo type of.
1: Padron cigars! They give you the cigar smoker the confidence that <laughs> each cigar is the same! Perfecto! Padron cigars! <laughs> Handcrafted since 1964.
4: Yeah, and in one fell swoop, we lost another advertiser.
1: <laughs> Should we maybe have that? We'll, we'll, we'll get
4: voice
3: a, by like uh, we'll get a real voice guy to end up doing a. Well, that's right, get,
1: Dave. It's a Padron cigar. <laughs> Padron cigars have had the same. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, we'll do. We'll get
3: a guy. We'll get a, guy. we'll get a guy. I tried. You went British <laughs> there for a little bit. I was
1: impressed. Like, give me, give me a Spanish accent. I
3: can't do it either. Come on, Spanish accent. You've been around enough of them. No. Can't do See, it. it's not as easy no, as it looks. Let's say. <laughs> yeah, little. Ske- I cut you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Oh, that's good. All right. So it's, it's great to have them on. And um, what an honor. Yeah. We, right. So it's it's awesome, and uh, that is the commercial. But you're going to hear it actually done right. Done right next week. Yes. Fingers crossed. It was a good
4: effort, though, Chuck. I have to say, it was a good effort. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Okay, right now it's time for the Classic 3-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars.
4: You've heard of... Epic Rap Battle.
6: <laughs>
4: but now it's time for the epic battle.
0: Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes.
4: For this day.
0: Tell anyone about this, i kill you. I'm
4: kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history.
0: It is looking at you, kid.
4: Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All Classic Cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic. And every cigar is priced under, get this, under per cigar. You like
2: that, baby? Let him know where that came from, yeah!
4: Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com, that's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar.
3: Today is October first. A lot of people celebrating their birthday. We have five of them today. The champion is Barry Stein, and it's the closest. I thought it was a tie last week. No, I won the tiebreaker. Did you? Yes. And we have a tiebreaker in case we need one. I'm working on it. So Barry, today is Julie Andrews' birthday. Julie Andrews. Movie actress, she gained fame for the beloved musical roles as Mary Poppins in The Sound of Music. She starred in films The Princess Diaries, narrated *Narrated*, the film Enchanted, and provided movie voices for Marlena in the animated film Discipline Me. Julie Andrews, born today what year? 1932. 32, he says. Chuck?
1: Did you write that down? Typed it. Typed 1912. I don't have 12. a pen.
3: 1942. 42, and Barry gets it. He said 32. It's 35. Barry gets a point. Chuck Morrison. <laughs> I'm ready. It is going to hate. Jimmy Carter. President. Jimmy Carter, U.S. President, 39th President of the United States, who became the first president to receive a Nobel Peace Prize after leaving office. He was the first president born in a hospital. He was challenged in the primary for a Democratic primary nom- nominee. Of Ted Kennedy, somebody asked me that question. Ted Kennedy never ran for president. Yes, he did, against Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter won. What year was Jimmy Carter born?
1: Jimmy Carter was born, Dave, in 1928.
3: 2080 says Mr. J. 22, 22, 31, 31. Mr. Jonathan says 22. It's 24. Point for Mr. Jonathan, and over to Mr. Jonathan, Thomas Bosley. As an American actor, voice artist, television personality, and entertainer, Bosley is best known for portraying Howard Cunningham in the long-running ah. ABC sitcom, Happy Days. <sighs> <sighs> Mr. Cunningham. Mr. C. 1919. That's 1919, 19, he says. 1928. 28. 1900. 1900. Mr. Jonathan will take the point as 1919. It was 1927. 28, oh. Barry. One off. Ooh. we got a three-way tie going. we got something going on here. There's no three-way tie. I'm ahead by two. You're ahead by one, okay. you?
5: are ahead by one.
4: No. I, I got have the two. First Barry has one. There's, Chuck has nothing. There's been oh, three shots. Oh, look okay. at you
3: cheating over there. Wow, I was cheating. I didn't see that. <laughs> Chuck, you didn't get a point. No. Okay, this goes to Barry? Yes. Barry. I need two. Michael Kubakoda. Michael Kubkoda. No idea is an American rock and roll singer, guitarist, songwriter, disc jockey, music critic, and record compiler. Rolling Stone magazine consider him the best known for his song, Smokin' in the Boys' Room, recorded by Brownsville Station, which reached number three on the Billboard chart. Smokin' in the Boys' Room. 1929. 29. 48. 48. 61. Somebody has two points, and it's Chuck Morrison.
1: Wow. 48. Wow, that is called a big poppy comeback.
3: There we go. So we got Sammy. we got two for Mr. Jonathan, two for Chuck Morrison, one for our champion Barry Stein, and one question to go. And this goes to Chuck Morrison. No pressure. No pressure. Randy Quaid. Yes. Randy Quaid, American yes. actor. Quaid is known for his roles as Cousin Eddie Best in role ever. National Lampoon's Vacation movies, also Independence Day and Kingpin, Quick Change. Some of my favorite movies. Randy Quaid, born today. Right. What year was he born? Chuck Morrison. All right,
1: I'm going to write this down here. Um, Randy Quaid was born in 1945, David. 45.
3: 55, 55. 55. 43. 43. Chuck Morrison, the point. Bam. In the win, 3 to 2 to 1. We have a winner.
2: What, was what year the answer? was he
3: born? He was born in 50.
4: All right, I have a question for the three of you. Yes. Uh-oh. Today is the birth date of Rafael Nadal, co-owner of Olivero Cigars.
3: You sure? I'm sure. Saw it on Facebook this morning. I didn't. What I didn't. year was Rafael Nadal born? Okay, so he is, I'm going to say, uh, this is 19... See, I'm not good at this. This is... Uh, I'm going to say 66. 66. What do you
5: say, 56. there?
3: 56. Chuck?
4: 62. 62. He was born in 1961. That would be me. That would give Barry Stein a point. He's 55 years old today. Happy birthday, wow. Rafael Nadell.
3: I didn't think he was that old. I sent him straight. an email
4: this morning with his saying happy
3: birthday. I didn't. Happy birthday, Rafael Nadell. I would have said something at the anniversary party. It was that close. But uh, here we go. There we go. Uh, I'll tell you another thing. Walt Disney World. This was the tiebreaker. Open near Orlando, Florida, today. What year? Walt Disney World in Florida. Oh, I
5: saw that. Nineteen. It was the Epcot Center that opened,
3: wasn't it? Walt Disney World mm-hmm. opened near Florida. Nineteen
1: forty-eight. No, I think it was later. I think it was that.
3: like sixty-four.
1: Sixty-one.
3: Seventy-one. Mm, wow. Seventy-one. No points. I think the the California one opened much earlier. Okay. I
5: saw something online this morning about Epcot Center celebrating the anniversary as well.
3: Yeah. Is it possible? I don't know. Is it possible? You want to squeeze in a mailbag? or What do you want to do here? Squeeze in it. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, I wanted to read this earlier, but
4: you 86'd it. Katie writes through the Contact Us page, I must say as a loyal listener that Mr. Jonathan's What's Up in the Cigar World intro always annoys me because of the grammatical error. Oh, you want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2016 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus. The voted shouldn't be there. The it's 2016
3: like was... shouldn't be there either because it's the 2015. I said, I said 2015. Right, right? You said 16. Oh, 2015 okay. is written.
4: Voted? Uh, the voted shouldn't be there. It's like he was going to say one thing but then changed his sentence halfway through. Had to get that off my chest. So what should it say? Has I been voted?
1: Hold on, let's let's
4: hear this. I want to. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is What's Up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every recluse cigar goes through eight count them eight fermentation cycles voted. over the course of two full years. They are box pressed and rolled N2 bar. For I guess a you could take voted the action
5: elect- elected yet, would be the be outcome. Sure c- so maybe that's the issue. I
4: think voted doesn't even have to be there. It could just be the 2015 yeah. cigar of the year is the Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserve. Did she
1: not give you any instruction of what the correction should be? No, she just said
4: it. she doesn't like it.
3: So that's who is she? Katie. Katie. You got to tell us what the answer is. Because <laughs> yes, we don't know. We
4: don't know. We're not exactly tell uh, us we're grammatical wrong wizards over here. Tell us what here. the
3: answer is. But uh, that's that. What do you think? What do you think, Reclus Amadeus Lancero? You know what? I think that you're wrong. I think
4: they have a winner. I think this is a great cigar for somebody that's curious about Lanceros, and I think it's somebody that is something that a seasoned cigar smoker could go to over and over again. Because, as we've said. The flavors are more pungent. It hits you a little. It hits you a little harder.
5: I like it. I like the fact that it's a lancera with a perfect drawer. Doesn't need to be relit. Really easily identifiable. Identifiable flavors. It might just be the best lancera
3: on the market. Wow. Really intense flavors of the same flavors that are there. More intense flavors, but not strong. same flavor. But not strong. No. So more flavorful. So, this is is why a a cigar geek goes to a Lancero, because he wants more of it, more of the flavor, but doesn't want a stronger cigar. This is what's happening here, for sure.
1: Is this the future? No way. You said the same thing about uh, Big Ring Gage. You did
7: say
3: that. Yeah. By the way, our resident fact checker, checker Rudy, in Canada, says she's wrong.
5: She's wrong. Katie's wrong. It's perfect the way it is.
3: All right. We're going with Rudy, because that's what we have to go with. (laughs) It's Canada. I know they speak a different language there, but...
1: This this would make a good debate for our new segment. Mm. Who would win?
5: Does Rudy speak French? Of course. No, he's from Western Canada, uh, Eastern Canada, uh, basically the province of Quebec, and I guess whatever Halifax is part of, that's the French side. Once you get past Ottawa, it's pretty much all English. Really?
3: It's a weird. Weird country that they speak two languages depending on what area, you, you know, as opposed to as opposed to us. When we come to when you go down to Texas, that's not a completely different language at all. And when they come up here, they were saying all kinds of stuff. Say this. Say this. it's the weirdest thing when people tell me <laughs> to say a word and I say it, and they laugh and. Well, Barry just did it. Canada. Canada. Yeah, Canada. We add the R if it's not there. If it is there, we discontinue it. it, it push it away shove it out get it there's no need of it it's generational but, but, it, been it, but
2: down. if it isn't there, it's
3: old thought Freddy yeah thought thought mm-hmm. and it's Canada <laughs> <laughs> kind of duh <laughs> okay that's it we're out of time right, if this was at all enjoyable for you uh, I enjoyed it yeah uh Lancero, it feels funny in my hand, that's all. It tasted good, it, it drew good, it's burning beautiful. It's you know that we sell these, you don't have to talk crap about I'm it. I'm not talking crap, I'm saying for, 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 it just seems almost like a cigarette. It's too thin.
5: This was a great episode for Jonathan because he had nuts in his mouth.
3: Yeah, it is. And <laughs> that's your takeaway <laughs> from the whole show. Yes, it is. <laughs> don't think I haven't noticed that the Google Cluster is gone, it's missing. At you ate break. it? No, I didn't.
4: Somebody did you could, eat my Google Cluster? I wanted
3: to, and that was my plan right now. There was a time that you ate some donuts and didn't remember. <laughs> I didn't eat that.
4: I'm going to have to go back and check the Where tape. Where is it? It's gonna I'm be going, going back and checking so the
3: tape. So am I. All <laughs> right. Where is it? Where is it? Somebody ate it. Barry?
5: Well, it wasn't me. No? No, I finished mine, but I did not... All right, next week it is
3: months. Meet the The cigars that may or may not ever be sold again. Not only are we going to have all the people smoking along with us on the care package, we are going to actually put these up for sale after the show. Okay. So tune in for that. Extremely small productions made and sold before the FDA will tell you how to get them and uh, all that. So you've been listening to... The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And uh, when you happen to be smoking your 2015
4: Cigar of the Year, the the Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva Lancero. Always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. Long name.
0: You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a choices, it's Stogie Heaven.